Experimental Radio since 1982. WWVU-FM, Morgantown. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for Greatest of All Time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You don't have to be in your car to listen to U92. You can listen online anytime by going to www.u92themoose.com and clicking Listen Now. The Moose is also on TuneIn, Radio FX, and the Alexa app. Tune in anywhere, anytime, U92. Have you been missing out on quality sports content? Don't look any further than right here at U92 The Boost. Wednesday night, 6 to 10, it's the sports page. You know, the defense kind of gets lackadaisical. Man. That's, Obviously. A, that's a big word, Brian. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, Sean? Right? I don't even know what it means. It just sounded right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last day, uh, they get lax in their they, effort, They get maybe. lax? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Missed it? Don't worry. Subscribe to the podcast and at U92TheMoose.com. U92 is the home of West Virginia soccer. Walks around, shoots, and scores! The first goal of the season comes from the fifth-year senior, A.J. Rodriguez. Catch all of the home matchups for your Mountaineers with conference games at home for the men and their second year of Sunbelt play, including Marshall, Georgia Southern, and James Madison. Cotta, who caught on the left side, nice pass. That's to Frederick Jurgensen. Jurgensen into the side, oh! Oh, side in conference play the big 12 opponents include iowa state tcu oklahoma and oklahoma state along with big 12 newcomer cincinnati now it's peltron on the far side she lays one on and it's in the back of the net join us wednesday nights for the kickabout from 6 to 7 p.m for west virginia soccer discussion catch all of this right here only on u92 uh, olakainen passes it on the far left side and a goal there how about that off the head Unbelievable by Sukata. It's now time to beat the clock on U92 the Moose. Talking sports for the next two hours. Here's the team. Welcome in. It's beat the clock. Good Lord, was it hard to do that today, fellas? And Anissa. Well, some people follow how much water to put in their mac and cheese. Others don't. Six all right? cups? I feel like that's a lot for one measly box. What are you going to do? I don't know. Call Kraft and tell them. I'm yeah, not the I one who made the box. <laughs> I can't say the I can't say the full saying on air. Good but, lord. I mean, I'm positive. That kind of sounded a little negative. It's America. American dream, baby. I don't smile. But, but I feel like you should be able to dream as many things as you want, you know? I'm very sore this morning. I'm very, very sore. Oh, it's 
Friday. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome in. It's Beat the Clock right here on U92, the Moose. And, uh, you know, it happens. There's only three of us here today. It's the NPC, Luke Blaine. <laughs> The that, big that, that's not what the collective nickname is. Though. I don't care what the collective nickname is. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> the NPC Luke Wayne. <coughs> Coming to you from Mossman, West Virginia. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then uh, from North Jersey, yeah. also known as South New York, the Big <laughs> Mac, North Brian Jersey. McClellan. It's not South New York. <laughs> it's not South New York. And then uh, me from the cornfields of Columbus, Ohio. Really? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right, boys. Well, I'll let you pick real quick because it's only three of us. We can kind of do what we would like today. Do we want to start with the NFL action last night and do the NFL in the first hour and then move to college football, or do we want to do it the other way? I'll do whatever you guys want. Let's go ahead and start with NFL. You want to start with the NFL. Sounds good to me. I thought that it was great to see oh, yeah. NFL football last night. I only was able to watch the second half. I watched the first quarter kind of. Had it on uh, a little bit there, like on the phone at, at soccer last night. And was really paying attention, obviously, to the West Virginia soccer game. But, you know, I'd look down with a uh, throw-in or a corner kick due up where you had a 10, 15 seconds or so, and lines look good. They take down Kansas City on the road in the season opener, 21-20. to 20. And I'll tell you this. Here's the thing uh, about the NFL that is just – so exciting when you really get down and think about, you know, college football versus the NFL. I love college football, okay? But you do not have the same kind of action week in and week out of college football for your mm -hmm. team that you do here in the NFL. As a Lions fan last night going into that game, it feels a lot different than, you know, a lot of those Lions fans that are Michigan or Michigan State fans going into week one of college football. Right. Once you enter conference play, it definitely gets different and it starts to get more exciting as a college football fan. And, you know, there's always one or two games a week right now that are very exciting. Right. We'll have uh, some talk and conversation about uh, Texas and Oklahoma and Tuscaloosa from tomorrow. But you guys understand what I'm saying, right? Like yeah. last night, that was a true NFL game where it's not like a cupcake warm up game, as many thought maybe for the Chiefs heading into it. Uh, you know, the Lions were a lot of people's favorite team of the offseason and all that. Everybody's talking about Dan Campbell and that mentality. And you can understand why. And you can certainly understand why now this morning after what they were able to pull off at Arrowhead Stadium at Gayha Field last night. Um, it, it was it was a really good second half. The Lions defense was better than I thought they would be. And Brian and I were sitting there last night at the apartment, Luke. And I, I'm a Mike Tirico guy. I like him. Right, and, and I think he's good. I think Collinsworth's stick is getting very old for a lot of people very quickly. And it's similar to that, and I, I don't blame him to when Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were on Fox and they'd get the Cowboys every week. You start to get used to them. The Chiefs are on prime time a lot. Yeah. And, you know, Collinsworth goes in every week, and it sounds like it's almost like people's first time watching the Chiefs. We know Mahomes <laughs> is good. Yeah. Okay, we don't need to hear it every time he throws the football how world-class he is. Like, I'd rather you dissect what's happening in the game because I'm going to be honest with you. Mahomes played good last night. It was those Chiefs receivers. And what yeah. I was getting to more so, the point, it was at the end of the game, Mike Tirico said there's an asterisk on this win yeah. for the Lions. And I was like, you know, I mean, this is their biggest road win in a long time. Like, don't say it's because Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey were out. It was right. not because of that. 
I, I mean, that plays a factor in it. And Chris Jones, by the way, not going to play anytime soon. So let's let's not act like you know the Chiefs were relying on him to be there week one. He's not been there for some time. The Kelsey thing, okay, I get that a little bit. But you have to play the team that's on the field. The Lions did that, and they won last night. That yeah. should be all there is to it. There's no asterisk on that. They wouldn't the, on, be saying that. that if it was the Lions, though. There's no way. Right, exactly. It, it, that, that's no never way. been said about any team that has a ton of injured players and then loses. You know, I remember the Chargers a few years back. Yeah. Like, they they had the injury bug. And, like, you know, they just had to deal with it like right. everybody else does. And the Chiefs have two players out. I mean, well, more than two, granted, but the main two are – Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey, you can't, no, you, you can't blame it on that. And no, you yeah. got to play who's out there. Th- these are still world class <laughs> athletes out there, right. Who earned jobs in the NFL, who are obviously competent enough to do their job. I mean, to a certain extent, of course. I mean, none of those guys were Travis Kelsey. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, that's just. That that's un uh, I believe that's unfair to what the Lions did last night because they played a really good football game, and the Chiefs just like everybody else have to figure out how to deal with injuries because it's not something that's exclusive to them. Yeah, I actually I think straight up that um, Dan Campbell just outcoached Andy Reid as well. Um, obviously, you saw in the first half where they went for they were they went for it on that fourth and whatever from their own eighteen. But you could tell Dan Campbell came in that mentality like, oh, we're going in, we're gonna, we're winning, like yeah. we're doing whatever it takes to win. And um, as re- on the flip side, like Andy Reid, I mean, I get it, you take those field goals when it's fourth and two, but like, I, I don't know, in that type of game, I probably would have, having Pat Mahomes as quarterback, I probably would have went for it. Right on that third and two, late in the fourth quarter, they take the ball out of yeah. Mahomes' hand. Yeah. Like some of I that just stuff didn't like just the play calling. I thought was bad, and also Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes, as we said, I mean, he he had some good passes, but Kadarius Tony. You know, just dropped a couple of them. <laughs> a couple? Uh, all six yeah, of them? six of them. So, <laughs> but I just thought straight up that uh, Andy Reid just got outcoached. Yeah, and, and, you know, one of those other ones where Dan Campbell got some flack initially on it was that final, going into that final Chiefs drive, it was fourth and two from the, the you know, positive 48 yeah. for the Chiefs right at midfield. And there was two minutes and some left on the clock. And Dan Campbell went for it. And I liked that play call, even though it didn't work because – if you get it, then you can keep that ball out of yeah. Mahomes' hand. If you punt it to him, you know he's going to get the ball oh, and have yeah. a chance to drive down the field. And so he wanted to try to negate that opportunity. Obviously, it didn't work, but then his defense went out there, and it was a four and out. They went for it on fourth and 25, but they wouldn't go for it yeah, on fourth and Yeah, that's the one two. they go for. I just, yeah. With three timeouts, I didn't, the play call I thought was really bad. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't get those decisions. Yeah. I, I think that, I think it was Collinsworth that said it last night, but he was like, What's the difference between giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes on the 10 or zone 45, you know? So, I mean, that was – I thought that was a really good decision by Dan Campbell, even though it didn't work. Right. Yeah, and also Jared Goff looked really well, too. Yeah, I I don't think he had any turnovers. Luke Luke might remember two years ago, freshman year, I said Goff's going to be a dude in Detroit. I said – I picked him to win comeback player of the year that year. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I said, you know, people – like, Goff was in the Super Bowl. Like, let's yeah. not forget this guy's won an NFC title already. And you can say that was all about the Rams or whatever. They lost, what was that, Super Bowl, 13-9 to nine or something? 10-3. Oh, yeah, that, that Super Bowl it, was gross. Right, it, it was wasn't. Like 10-3, I think. Yeah, it wasn't like Goff was the reason that they weren't in the Super Bowl. He, he was a quarterback that's 
beaten teams on the road. He's beaten teams at home. He's won playoff games. He's won an NFC championship. Like, number one pick in the draft. Let's not negate who this guy is. He's not a bust of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to get drafted number one and become the number one player in the league. But he's a serviceable quarterback that I think in the top half of the league. And when you're playing in the NFC and you're able to go on the road and beat the Chiefs, the NFC is not good. Like, don't 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 think that it's this AFC style of a conference where you've got a guy on three-fourths of the teams, maybe even four-fifths of the team, 80% of the teams have their quarterback, they think. In the AFC, hell, the number might be higher. In the NFC, that is not the case. And Goff winning that game was huge last night. And for Detroit winning that game, you know, yes, it's only one on the schedule, but you have to be feeling pretty good yeah. about yourself. You go in and you beat Aaron Rodgers in his last game as a Packer to end last season. I know it's a different season, but, you know, they, they've got the Seahawks next week at home after 10 days of rest. Then the Falcons, okay, either 3-0 and or 2-1. and Then you're at the Packers. Then you have the Panthers, the Buccaneers, and the Raiders in your next four with the Ravens thrown in there. Like, And they could have beat the Ravens last season. If we remember that, that's when Tucker had to kick that field goal. Lamar Jackson oh my took that delay again, all that like crazy yeah. stuff. I, you know, I, this Lions schedule is not the toughest in the world, and to start 1-0 is a good thing for this squad. The other thing, too, was last night uh, the left tackle, or was it the right tackle? I think it was the right tackle for the Chiefs. Paul started on every oh, single uh, play. Jawan, oh, my gosh. Jawan. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I had to watch this on mute. I couldn't. I didn't yeah. know who it was. I'm going to be honest with you. So, I mean, you know. Things go ways for teams sometimes who are home, and that happens. That's part of the way it's played. They finally call him for it on that last drive, which is like, I mean, good on them. Um, so, I good for the Lions, right? Like, I, you know, we could break down the box score for you. I think one of the other things that stood out to me was the lack of usage for Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, he looked good though when he got the ball though. Like he he did. He uh he, he runs hard and he fought, he runs through contact too. Yeah. Like he had a couple of those nice spin moves too after he got hit. I mean that was impressive. Yeah, he was really explosive. That he was really was fun to watch, and I think that's the kind of guy that they're looking for. I think that like, but m- I think he only had like one yard in between the tackles though. And I think that the Lions are kind of banking on him not being ready to be, like, the workhorse back just yet. Maybe use him for longevity rather than try to hammer him home right now as a rookie. And maybe he will be that guy in the future. But I think that right now the way they're using him is kind of working. I would like to see a little bit more, though, because every time he gets the ball – it looks good and you know he's breaking con he's breaking tackles he's making plays that you don't usually see rookies making so i think that they got a good one in jameer gibbs yeah and you know i i get what you're saying I, there were some stories out there that said you know the lions might try to just put him outside and, and throw the ball to him as a receiver to get some of that speed there on the outside and whatnot but I thought they played a really good game, and you're right. Goff had no turnovers. I don't think the Lions had a turnover. No. Did they fumble? Oh, they did have a fumble. They did fumble? Yeah, okay. um, Marvin Jones Jr. had that one fumble. Okay. All right. So, see, I missed that. But yeah, that was in the first half. So Yeah. Um, real quick, West Virginia soccer on the women's side. Ties Auburn last night, 1-1 at home. The second half, they were definitely the better team. 
Uh, Luke, it was really cool to be there uh, because you had Sammy Brown playing, the daughter of Nikki Izzo Brown on that Auburn side, and it seemed like there was a lot of regular West Virginia fans dressed in orange and blue last night cheering for Sammy Brown. And it was really cool when they did the starting lineups and they said the Morgantown native, and she got you know a standing ovation from everybody in the stadium. And she was one of the best players on Auburn last night. Yeah, uh, she led the. Uh, she was not the primary assist, but led to that attack where they were able to you know equalize and tie that game at one last night. And you know there was definitely some frustration on that West Virginia side because they've had chances all season and they've not been able to convert on them. Uh, and they'll be at home for their final non-conference, and they know they got to win it here on Sunday. They're two, four, and one on the season now. They got Villanova on Sunday at one o'clock, right here on U ninety-two. Still staying on soccer for a moment. Tomorrow, join me. It'll be just me out at Dick Valeska at one o'clock. I will have the coverage of West Virginia men's soccer against Portland, who's the number three team in the country coming into Morgantown to play number sixteen West Virginia, who are undefeated on the season. Both of these squads. It's going to be one hell of a matchup. And, you know, for some reason, I think it's quite unfortunate. The Some of the best soccer games of the year are always on days where football plays, and that kind of shuts down the way that those games are run. And it's really, really unfortunate, in my opinion, because if this game would have been tonight, for example, I think you'd have a full house. Yeah. And that's just not going to be the case tomorrow, number one, because of how the parking lots are going to work and everything yeah. as they're set up for football. Uh, but then, you know, on the – uh, ESPN side of production, nothing against them, but, you know, they have to use their stuff to run the football game. And so, you know, they're going to have a broadcast tomorrow, but uh, I'd invite you to join me instead as uh, we will have it for you here on U92 again at 1 o'clock, Portland and West Virginia. I'm really excited for it. It should be a good matchup, nice test for Dan Stratford and the boys who, again, are 4-0 and on the season. Also, tomorrow here on U92, I'm going to say this a number of times throughout the show today, but straight from soccer coverage at Dick Valeski will be sent over to Tanner Mounts at the student uh, tailgate lot where he will have the Touchdown City tailgate show for you basically from whenever soccer ends all the way up until the Big Mac. Yeah. Has you join him from Milan Pushkar Stadium for the pregame show of West Virginia and Duquesne. The NPC Luke Blaine will be on with him for pregame from Milan Pushkar and take you all the way up to kickoff where you'll join Jonathan Hamilton and Quinn Roby for coverage of West Virginia versus Duquesne on the football side. We're excited to have that here on U92, and we invite you to really just join us from essentially 1 o'clock to about 9 o'clock tomorrow night where we'll have all kinds of Mountaineer coverage for you. It should be a really fun day. Uh, here in Morgantown, the home opener is always a good time. And, you know, I'm excited for, you know, a friend of the program, Ren Baker, first home game. Oh, Luke. absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that he's excited to see what that's like. I think the atmosphere will be oh, man. pretty good tomorrow. It's um, going to be fun. You know, I, I, had, that, I had an interview yesterday. Okay, you tell me, yeah. I had an interview yesterday with uh, a writer from, uh, I believe it's the Pitt News. Okay. Uh, one their student newspaper reached out to me to get an inside look at the uh, Mountaineers. So, and I was just telling him, you know, no matter what happens, this place is going to be full and it's going to be rocking. Oh, for Pitt. Uh, for Pitt, yes. yes. Okay. I mean, I I was saying that like, but in general, fans okay. are going to show up. Yeah. It might not be a full house every game, but fans are going to show up because, and I think we've said it before here. 
this is West Virginia's team. Right, it's Mountaineer you know, Pride. It, it is Mountaineer mm-hmm. Pride. It is West Virginia Pride. And, you know, it doesn't matter if they're playing against, you know, Duquesne. Fans are going to show up. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a full house, uh, at least for the first half tomorrow. Uh, the one problem is that, you know, you got freshman Blue Lot in it for the first time, and sometimes mm-hmm. they can't make it to kickoff. <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens. It does happen. That's how you learn, right, Brian? Hey, you learn, you learn, man. That's all it's about. That's what you it's do. about. But uh, we invite you to join us for our coverage of West Virginia sports all day tomorrow and then again on Sunday. Brian knows I'm losing my mind. Yeah, I've is. had such a full, full week. The next 48 hours are crazy for me. I feel like I've only seen you for like a combined 10 minutes to since Monday, man, that's what yeah. it feels like. It's been a lot. It's been a lot on the old fan, man. It's been a lot, man. Yeah, but it's all right. Uh, I'm happy I get to watch the Steelers on Sunday. Who they play? The Niners. Oh, oh. In the words of Ben Mackey, noodle arm Brock Purdy don't stand a chance. Is it home? <laughs> Is it in Pittsburgh? It's in Pittsburgh for the first time in, I think, like seven years. Dang, they man. get the home opener. The last time they had the home opener, I think, I think I have this right, that was the game where Antonio Brown uh, kicked Spencer Lanning in the face on that punt return and jumped up in the air. You remember that play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he yeah, yeah, jumps yeah. and just, and like, kicked him, yeah. Yeah, just kicked and the punter in the head. That looks like something out of a movie. Yeah. yeah. That, that's <laughs> it's like longest yard stuff. Yeah. That's um, which so, wait, th- it's been – they haven't had an, no, a week one – No, the Steelers one never get a home opener. A week one home game? Yeah, and that's so wild. Art Rooney started complaining out loud about it because it's so, so frustrating. Yeah. Well, why is it frustrating? To not get a home opener for week one, I mean, well, for seven years is kind of crazy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a long time to not have week one at home. Hmm. Yeah. So that uh, is a lot, yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. I, I can tell you they'll have the home opener next year. It'll be the Thursday night kickoff for the oh, Super Bowl yeah, celebration. Okay. No, I'll be Philly, man. Mm-hmm. All of that fun conversation. All right, let's jump in back into the NFL, rather. Uh, and, and we'll just start here. We'll do the picks after we hit the break here at 830. But uh, I'm excited to be back, and uh, I, I want you guys to tell me which game you're looking forward to the most uh, as far as this weekend is considered. I think we've got some really good matchups across the board. There are some that are, eh, not great, and then there are some that are like, I, I mean, I'll watch it because it's football if it's the only thing I can watch. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a couple of those games as well. It, it's across the board. There are good ones, there's bad ones, and there's, you know, okay, that one could be good. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, Luke, which one do you have circled? Don't pick your own team. I know. Uh, I'm looking at Dolphins Chargers. Yeah, I think that one jumps out to everybody. Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously you have the uh, Chargers bringing in Johnston for a new guy in the receiver core. And the Dolphins, you know, still kind of wondering how they're going to look on offense. I know that Tua didn't look great in the preseason. No, no, and that was against Houston. He looked rough. Yeah, but Houston has a really good defense. Houston's defense is pretty yeah. underrated, even if it is the second stringers or whatever. But uh, I think that it'll be a fun game, and I'm really looking for the Chargers to make that big step this year into being a real contender because I think they've had some really good talent. They just need more depth on the, de- on the defensive side, and I think they've done that by bringing in Khalil Mack and some other pieces, but I think this will be kind of the game to watch for this coming week. I think that's a good pick. I, I love the uniform matchup, too. I oh wish yeah. they'd go color on color, and you'd have, like, aqua out there against that powder blue. That would look mm. really pretty. Yeah. Uh, this game is in L.A. Uh, I, I think that, you know, one of the unfortunate things is that the Dolphins did make moves in, you know, uh, the offseason, 
and we won't get to see Jalen Ramsey suit up quite yet. You uh, know, yeah. that's going to come yeah. much later in the season. But had he have been ready to suit up, I think this Dolphins team is ready. It's all about Tua. And uh, can he, you know, play ball again? And, I, you know, if I'm Tua, I don't know if I'm ever playing football again. I'm going to be Man. completely yeah. honest with you, you know. He said he thought about it. I, I feel like I don't want to uh, lose years off my life and whatnot yeah. and, you know, potentially be very, very hurt forever. Uh, but I, d- I do get the competitive n- mentality. I think I would have went, you know, some kind of coaching route, analyst route, tried to get back and, you know, feel it that way. But uh, I understand why he's playing, and I am excited. And Luke makes a good point. Uh, if the Chargers don't take a step forward, they got to fire Brandon Staley. Yeah. Uh, well, they were talking about firing him after the ja- Jaguars game last They should have. Yeah. I don't th- think. Th- th- yeah. You I can't mean, let that happen. Not in the playoffs. Yeah. They've been. They have a world-class quarterback. They've got great yeah. receivers. They take another one in the draft in Quentin Johnson. Their defense has been elite, and they go nine and eight. Like it, it, it I mean, I get they're in the AFC West, but that that's unacceptable. I mean, the play. AFC West wasn't really as, as good as they thought. It, yeah, it wasn't as good as everybody thought it was going to be. The Raiders kind of crapped out, and the Broncos never really had anything going for them. I think that the Broncos could turn it around this year. I honestly think that, but. Uh, I have much more faith in Sean Payton than I do uh, those Hackett, right? Yeah. yeah, those Nathaniel Hackett. But I don't know. They're still in a division where well, you can take you can take yeah, what Oh yeah, the conference conference is rough. But I think if you're redrafting the league, Herbert could be a top 5 pick. So yeah. Yeah. let's let's be honest here. You've got the talent. You got to go win some football games. Yeah. And I will say like the receivers are good, but they never had a true speed guy to really take the top off the defense. Keenan Allen's getting up there in age. Mike Williams, that's just not his style of play. He's no. more go-up-and-grab-it guy. But I think that Johnston has the potential to really open up this offense further, and I really like that pick. Yeah. All right, what is your game of the week here, Bri? So I'm going to go to the NFC North. I'm going to say Packers-Bears. Okay. Because, uh, obviously, Jordan Love playing behind Aaron Rodgers now has a chance to showcase. Jeez. you see the price of that ticket for that game? Nah. Right, give me a guess real quick. 150 Luke? For the lowest price ticket? Yeah, for Green Bay at Chicago. It's in Chicago. I'd probably say at least 180 right? 209 No, I'm not paying that to go see Fields. <laughs> yeah, but I like Fields, but no. Um, not to sit at that place either. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I feel like Fields has been getting a lot of hype around him. Yeah. Rightfully so. I mean, he did have a great season last year, close, uh, finishing out the year, I should say. So it'll be interesting to see how Jordan Love does in this first like game actually being like the starter. Uh, and then the Bears, they did get DJ Moore, so I'm gonna, it's interesting to see how that's going to uh, pan out. Um, so that's just a game I think that can kind of just show what we can expect from each team throughout the season. I think that's a good point. And uh, did you see that uh, DJ Moore had the most uh, yards after catch in the preseason of anybody, and he only caught two balls? Yeah, I know he had that one seventy-five oh, yeah. yard. They touchdown. were both like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like an eighty-yard touchdown and a seventy-five yard touchdown. They were both like kind of bubble screen plays. Yeah. And uh yeah, so he had the most yards after catch of anybody in the preseason and it was caught on two passes. So that I thought was just funny. And I think that this Bears offense is gonna be much more dynamic. I mean, you know, people are picking Fields to win the MVP. Let's let's pump the brakes there a little bit. You you can win in the offseason fine, but that doesn't mean you win I- any games, right? You gotta still go out there and win it. And We'll see what Matt Eberflus and the guys can do there for the Chi-Town guys. Uh, Green Bay is interesting. I think that their receiver core is okay. Yeah. Running game we know is going to be all right. 
the offensive line, eh? The defense, eh? Jordan Love, what what's this guy gonna do? I mean, God, if they hit on him too, three straight quarterbacks that got. Oh my God, I can't stand the Packers. That's sickening. It is. I mean, now I shouldn't be complaining. Like as a Steelers fan, like I'm, you know, I yeah. get it, right? I'm one of those teams too, but. Ugh, Green Bay. I mean, I don't hate Green Bay. Yeah. I, I just envy. Well, they didn't beat your team in the Super Bowl either. Yeah, that's true. I, I just envy their consistent quarterback play. Yeah. Like, it, it's what, they, they've had Rodgers and Favre Five. for like 40-plus combined years. Something like that, yeah. It's that's close ridiculous. To that number. And then if they hit on this guy too. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the best-run organizations in football for sure, but uh, I wouldn't mind to see them suck for a year. <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested in some of these other matchups, and we'll get to those here after we hit this break. Beat the clock on U92. Do you like sports? How about a new perspective on it? It's the Spartaneer Podcast with myself, U92 Sports Director, Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Spartaneer, a cross between East Lansing and Morganton, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happened. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching The Spartaneer or at unitedtothemoose.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N-E-E-R. Spartaneer. On Saturday, September 9th, it will be West Virginia Mountaineer football as they take on the Duquesne Dukes right here in Morgantown. Tune in for full coverage, in-game analysis, and much more right here with the sports staff on U92, The Moose. It's Tanner Mounts, host of Touchdown City Tailgate. Join us for U92's most electric show as we bring you right up to kickoff for every single West Virginia football game, as well as coverage of the landscape across the country. You can follow along all season to see who finishes on top of our weekly pick'em segment. Show begins three hours before each kickoff. Trust me, you won't want to miss this year's edition of Touchdown City Tailgate. It's Sarah Bates now. Two seconds on the shot clock. She's got to throw one up. It's the rim and she hits it. Sarah Bates from deep. U92 The Moose, home of West Virginia women's basketball right here on 91.7. With pregame, halftime, and postgame analysis of every Mountaineer home matchup. She gets a screen for Watson, now kicks it over in the well corner. It's open for Danny Nichols at the buzzer. She hits it. Danny Nichols, 56 to 48, West Virginia. Great ball movement there. What a play by the Mountaineers. Join the sports staff for all the coverage here on 91.7. We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right? And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Welcome back in. Beat the clock here on U92. We had Dan Campbell bringing us back there after the Lions' big win yesterday in Kansas City. Okay, we're going to run through this schedule here, and we're going to pick every single NFL game that's left on the schedule this weekend. Uh, We'll pick the Monday night game now in case something happens between then and now, and we'll have to live with what we got. Um, All right, first up, 
$42 to get you into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Carolina is in town with the first pick in the draft. Bryce Young taking on Desmond Ritter and B. John Robinson and the Atlanta Falcons. Do you have any interest in watching this game? A little bit. Okay. Just to see C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's on the Or Bryce Young. Bryce Young. <laughs> Sorry, I got him mixed up. But ju just to see how Bryce Young does. And the Falcons got some new pieces this offseason. So I think that can be a little bit exciting. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers are going to be as bad as people think. Um, they have, a, I mean, a solid team around Bryce Young. Uh, Bryce Young, so... I mean, interested. Maybe it's not the first game I'm turning on, but like, I'm interested to see how Bryce Young does in this first matchup. I think that. I mean, that's fair though. I mean, there's other games at one o'clock. Yeah. I'd rather watch. Um, and that's you know not really anything against these two teams, but you know it's not always going to be the best game of the week that your team is playing in. So that is what it is. Uh, all right. Followed up there. I'm going to go with. A $37 ticket to get me into Lucas Oil Stadium to see Anthony Richardson play Trevor Lawrence in what could become a nice rivalry matchup here over the course of the next couple of years, depending on how Richardson pans out. We know Lawrence is a guy, right? I think we can all agree with that. So Jacksonville is at Indianapolis, uh, and I think this one could be a matchup where we see Trevor Lawrence maybe take over something, right? Are the Colts really trying to win this year in year one with Richardson, or would they rather have another top-five pick? That's the question that remains to be seen. Yeah, well, I mean, without Jonathan Taylor yeah, and without a true proven passing attack. Oh, wait, we didn't pick who's the winner. Yeah, Carolina we didn't pick the other one. I, I was wondering right. if right. we were going to like, preview them no, and no, come no, back. Sorry. Stop. Pick your winner. Carolina at Atlanta. Or Atlanta at home. Oh, God. Carolina at Atlanta. I'll take the Falcons. Okay. I'll take the Panthers. Yeah, I think I'm going for Brian there. I'm taking the Panthers. We're probably both going to be wrong. Yeah. All right. So, again, uh, yeah, no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. And there. an unproven passing attack. And they haven't, yeah. had, they haven't had a proving a pass, a proving passing attack for a while. So I don't really get why they're trying to strong-arm Jonathan Taylor into taking a lesser deal no, when no. he's holding out. Yeah. That just doesn't make sense no. to me. But, yeah, all signs point to the Jags here. Yeah. I think we're all taking Jacksonville. How no, yeah, I'm, ta I'm taking the How Jags. How cool would it be for Marvin Harrison to go play for Indianapolis? Wouldn't that be sweet? That would. Uh, yeah, I mean. To go yeah. play where his dad played. You and know, then also. retire the 88 and they put Harrison <laughs> Jr. on the back instead oh, of just that, would that would be cool. Oh, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah, that yeah. would be dope if they unretired the 88. Well, I mean, I feel like he might know the guy that wore it and he could ask if he could wear that number. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sweet. Um. All right, another one we got at 1 o'clock, Tampa Bay on the road. It's the Baker Mayfield show for the Buccaneers, dear God help us, at Minnesota playing the Vikings, who were very good in the regular season last year and lost in the first round of the playoffs. I love the Buccaneers, but eh, eh, I, I, don't, I don't I feel know. like this could be a game that Baker just goes out and balls out. I, I feel I like agree. it could be one of those like, games. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna doubt him again? Yeah, that, that would be so. Much I'm fun. ruined for Baker, man. Yeah, yeah I'm I, ruined for him. The poor guy got drafted to Cleveland. It's not his fault. Yeah. I mean, he actually wasn't even that. Four coordinators in three years and three different head coaches. The team wasn't bad, really. Like he had solid receivers, you know. Yeah, but the, he's got good receivers in town. Now he does have good receivers. About that. Yeah. yeah, and they've got some of the best uniforms in the league. I'll tell you that much too. I know that doesn't mean anything, but 
family springs that there's a problem. Mm. That's one that I might be investing in more. Those are only alternates, though, aren't they? Y- yeah, yeah. But yeah. still, I mean, did you buy the Oilers jersey yet? Not yet. I'm still debating. I think I might get Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, and then he'll be cut next <laughs> offseason. That's not true at all. All right. So who are we taking here, Tampa or Minnesota at home? I'm taking Minnesota. Okay. Give me the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks too. Really? Yeah, give me the Bucks. I, I think that Brian's right. Sometimes, you know, when Baker's good, he's good. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be in a good headspace right now. And, you know, a lot of people make a lot of, like, Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. I get it. They won a lot of games, though. Like, I don't think it matters. If you've got a gunslinging quarterback back there, he's going to make mistakes. you just got to accept that and move on. And if they really give him the reins here, I think that Tampa Bay could be a good team in the terrible division of the NFC South, and they could be the team that comes out of it. I don't have a problem So you think that. Y- I, uh, if the Buccaneers are to win this one, I think it's going to be in a shootout. Yeah. And no, I, I I'm just I'm just not sure – they have the offensive firepower to keep up with oh, yes Just, they do. D- Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. It's pretty good. I'm not I'm I'm still not sold on the Old guy. Oh, Cam Braid out of Harvard. Yeah, I, I'm still not sold on the guy who's throwing to him. Though. Okay, fair enough. All right. After that we've got uh we'll skip that one for now. Arizona, is that Washington? Yeah, Seventy dollars to get into FedEx Field the new era of this Washington football team with new owner. Oh, God, what's his name? I had it, and then I lost it. The owner of the 76ers, Josh Harris? Uh, that might be right. I think that's right. Yeah, Josh Harris. Yeah, yeah. look at me. Uh, give me the commies in this one. We don't need to really talk about this game. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go commanders, too. Yeah. I think I, I, I Cardinals, who are they starting at quarterback? Uh, I think it's Josh Dobbs. Okay, yeah, g- 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 give me uh, <laughs> give me uh, the I'm a big fan of Dobbs. He's you know serviceable in Pittsburgh as a backup, but he was Arizona's tanking. He, he he did enough of his job, I guess. As <laughs> much as you can ask for as the Titans quarterback. I mean, dude's a dude's a uh, an astronaut too. Like yeah, one of the smartest people in the NFL ever. Yeah. Uh, all right, Houston is at Baltimore. C.J. Stroud is going to get lit up, man. I feel bad for the Texans. I don't think the Ravens are going to win anything this year. I mean, they'll win games, but that's about it. They're not going to go on a run or anything like that in the playoffs, though. But uh, they will win week one, although OBJ already hurt. Shocking. We'll see We'll see what happens with Baltimore as the course of this season tears on, but I'll take the Ravens here over Houston. I'm going to go with my NFC North champion, the Ravens. I'll take NFC North champion. I mean, uh, NFC, NFC uh, AFC North. I'm sorry, okay. but... I I'll take the Ravens too, but yeah. I think it'll be pretty low scoring. Fair enough. All right, then we have the Battle of Ohio up in Cleveland. Joe Burrow's only beaten the Browns one time in his career, and it's not been in Cleveland. He's one in six, believe it or not, against Cleveland. Um, I'm still taking Joe and the boys up there. It's it's going to be a big game. There's much more pressure on Cleveland for Deshaun Watson to look good and for the Browns to look good. If Cincinnati goes up there and beat the hell out of them. I mean, that's not going to be good for anybody in Cleveland, I'll just be honest. Have <laughs> you seen Jamar Chase, by the way? Call them the elves. I did see I saw that. Love it. I, I did not see that. That is fantastic. Funny. I mean, Lord, if they were run like uh, old Santa's toy factory, they'd be a much better team, but that is not the case. I, I'm taking Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, yeah, Bengals. Yeah, I, uh, not much to add there. I love okay. the we have the Titans on the road. In New Orleans, playing Derek Carr for the first time in the Saints uniform. I 
don't know where to go on this one. Luke, you can give me a quick. I'll give you 15 seconds to tell me about this game. I, I, the Saints don't have Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. I think the Titans' defense will do enough, and even if the new offense has some bumps in the road, I think, I still think that the Titans will take this one. All right, Brian, what do we got? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints. Actually, I, I mean, I've always been a fan of Derek Carr. I don't think he got it always right in um, with the Raiders, but uh, you know, uh, give me the uh, g- give me the Saints. And who knows what Michael Thomas is gonna look like? Right. So so I mean, when he was healthy last year, he didn't look good. They do have Chris. He, he, he didn't play. play. Yeah, he didn't play at all last year. I think he he, play, he played a couple games. I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. Because he, he, he played yeah, like the he maybe the good. first two games of the year. Because I had him in fantasy, and he had like two touchdowns in each game, but they oh. got hurt. Yeah, I don't remember. Great stuff. I'm taking New Orleans as well. Sorry, Luke. It's okay. Is it? I I love to be the underdog. Okay. Don't you worry. Tanner, we have all the same picks. Ironically. Uh, I know. We have the home opener up at Heinz uh, Field with the Niners in town playing the Steelers. The Steelers are not losing this game. I'm, I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to happen. They're locked in. They're ready to go. We do not care. I mean, the Tomlin mentality's bought in more so than I remember in a while. Pickett's going to be all right in this game. Uh, I don't think Purdy is a guy in this league. He had a nice seven-game stretch. We've seen Brock Osweiler have a nice seven-game stretch as well. We've seen other guys do this. If he was really that legitimate, and maybe I'll be wrong, and he'll play 15 years as a starter in this league, I don't think that's the case, though. And I think that this Niners team, they're going to have Nick Bosa. That's great. Okay, that only gets me to see Broderick Jones faster on that left side. Uh, I, I, you know, the Niners, uh, uh, the Steelers, rather, they're able to come out week one, and they've played really, really tough. That's never going to be a question. We've seen it a lot. I mean, last year, Joe Burrow had five turnovers in the game against the Steelers, and they won it off a blocked field. Like, they're going to play that kind of football, and so I'm taking my boys up in the black and gold. 185 to get into that game. Gosh, that's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess this is where we disagree, Tanner. That's fine. Um, again, I, I mean, yeah, you're I, right. I'm telling you right now, I'm not sitting out in the living room with you guys during this game. Why? I can't handle it. I'm not going to talk to you. Okay. Can I sit in your room with you as you watch it? No. What, what are you going to do whenever we go to Heinz Field for Titans Steelers? Then, uh, well, I mean, or not Titans Heinz Field, Acrisure the, Stadium. Have, the Titans have like three <laughs> wins. It's going to be you know a Thursday night game with Herb Street and boots, and it's it's you know Kenny's going to get it done. Like, uh, <laughs> come on, let's be realistic here. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I can I I cannot wait for that. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, okay. Who who you got this one though? I, I'm going to take the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, I think somebody said this. I think somebody might have pointed this out already. But the 49ers offensive line is, like, bad. Yeah. Like, they're not Trent gonna, Williams is good. Yeah, Trent Williams is good. Outside of that, they really don't have anybody. And Cameron Hayward and TJ Watt are probably going to eat Brock Purdy alive. I hope like, so. I, I'm not sure. Brock Purdy might not make it through the season Did because he's going to get hit so much. Pat Peterson already called for an interception. He said that the Niners got too many tells on that offense. Ooh. Don't forget Pat Pete. Now I think Debo has a field day. Oh, yeah, he is a Steeler. He's a Steeler. Forgot about so that. So don't, don't forget that. Debo's going for 150. Uh-huh. <laughs> is he? Touchdown. Is he? And at least 30, at least 30 rushing yards. Okay. Uh, Green Bay at Chicago. We already talked about this game a little bit, so we'll just pick it here. Who do we got in this one? I got the Bears. Chicago. Yeah, I'm taking Chicago as well. Uh, all right. Las Vegas is at Denver. The 
home opener for Sean Payton and Russell Wilson playing together. Uh, the Raiders, uh, is Garoppolo going to play? I don't really know. I don't think it's been announced yet. We'll get the uh, injured list later today. I mean, we'll see. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Denver has more talent than the Raiders do, and I don't think Sean Payton's going to lose this game. So I'm taking the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos, too. Yeah, I got the Broncos as well. Brian's Philadelphia Eagles are on the road playing the New England Patriots and Mac Jones. Did you guys see the video this week of Bill Belichick being asked about uh, the long snapper? That's incredible. I've watched it. Yeah. The whole thing. It's 10 minutes of him talking about the importance of the position of the long snapper. All right. And he smiles at the end of it. Oh, he smiles. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. And he did it because, you know, they only talked for 15 minutes, and he took 10 of it yeah. up on that. Like, <laughs> it's just a beautiful awesome. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so funny. So funny. Like, the name drops he had, and there are people nobody's really ever heard of. Oh, yeah. He's talking about long snappers from the 1960s, Brian. Like, it's common knowledge. Really? Like, even for the most diehard fans, that's it's just not. That's incredible. Like, he, he's such a football historian, and, you know, I, I don't like him but i respect him and i think that's all there is to be said about that but uh i don't know how much of a chance this pats team's got against this eagles squad fly fly so according to brian we're flying we're so flying give me the eagles yeah eagles i mean even though they they did lose a lot on defense this year they lost some on that offensive line don't forget that either that's true i'm gonna but miss cj Gardner johnson yeah. well he dropped a pick last night yeah but he, he, did. Did. he did look good though other he than did, yeah that one drop but the Patriots, I don't have faith in their offense to overcome no. the Eagles' defense. No. Yeah, I mean, not much to add. I mean, Jalen Hurts' MVP season starts Sunday. Um, the Eagles have that bad taste in their mouth after losing to the Super Bowl. Give me, give me the birds. Come on. Miami at the Chargers. We talked about this one as well. I think I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I, I'm going Chargers. Yeah, I got the Chargers as well. If it, if anybody lets them down, I think it's going to be the defense. If the Chargers loses, or if the, the Chargers coaching. lose, what is it? It's going to be the coaching. Well, a mix of both. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it is going to be incredibly hard to cover Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean, we've already seen that it is, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see this being a trap game. Even though I think that it's the week one too, but yeah, I, I, I just I think Miami is going to be geared up and ready. They're going to protect Tua to the best of their ability. They're going to have a good run game and whatnot. And I think that they'll take down LA on the road. And what'll probably be more Dolphins crowd anyway. If we're being honest, they usually are like that. The yeah. Charger days. They need to move yeah, back to San Diego. Yeah. All right. The Los Angeles Rams are at Seattle facing Geno Smith. Can Matt Stafford throw the ball? Like, no, that's a legitimate question. Well, that's also a question. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, is his elbow actually going to let him throw the ball? I don't know. I don't either. That's why I'm thinking uh, Geno Smith's going to have a day. Yeah. Who Who is their number one receiver without Cooper Cup? Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Metlin. Probably. Is Allen Robin Allen Robinson? No, he's a Steeler. He's a Steeler? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah Van, uh, Van Jefferson is number one. <laughs> okay. And then Tutu Atwell is the – Who? Tutu Atwell. You don't know who that is? No. He's a wide receiver on the Rams. Okay. He's a quarterback. Is that Wofford? Is that yeah. Yeah. For the yeah, Rams? They're, they're the backup is Stetson Bennett. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. 
the the but fi- he's hurt the five though, year vet, right? Yeah, he's yeah. hurt. Though. I, he's I don't think it matters who plays. Yeah, yeah. Donald's yeah. gonna be traded. They already traded Jalen Ramsey. <coughs> it might Cooper be time. Cup it, might be traded. It's probably gonna be time for a full rebuild. Yeah. Does Sean McVay leave? Or is he still fully rebuild? No, I don't know. I think he said he was gonna stay. Mm. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go Rams. I, I think you guys agree. I mean, yeah. not Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks. No, yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. The, uh, West Virginia boy, Geno Smith, got paid. And uh, Rightfully I think so. he's going to get it done once again. <laughs> that, that Seahawks team is going to be really good. Uh, if Geno can just throw the ball like he did last year, mm-hmm. the receiving core might be the best. Who's the guy that they drafted out Jackson uh, Smith from Jigba. Ohio State? Yeah. And then they still got DK Lockett is a little bit older, but Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. Yeah, DJ Dallas. I mean, they yeah. got a good offense out there in Seattle. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. The ninth game, unfortunately, is Dallas at New York playing the Giants. Why Why do they still get to play this game in prime time? I don't know. It is I, never good. I'm really tired either. of seeing the NFC East on prime time. Yeah. Even though yeah. they're a lot better now. I still don't like it. Well, I don't need to see, like, the, the other Giants-Cowboys game, I am almost certain. I will pull it up to make sure. It's going to be like Thanksgiving, and everybody's going to have to watch it again. Oh, they... They're always on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I know the Cowboys are. I'm saying that other Cowboys-Giants game, 11-12, 4-25 on Fox. So that's America's game of the week. The game that's the Thanksgiving game is them hosting the Commanders at 4-30 on CBS, which is awesome. Wow. Followed up. Okay. What the Eagles play? Hold on. Oh, no, Eagles play on Christmas. All right. So they're primetime this week. Cowboys are. Primetime when they're at the Niners. Primetime when they're at the Chargers the following week. Prime time when they're home against the Seahawks, then home against the Eagles back-to-back weeks, then home against the Lions is prime time. So what is that, six games on prime time and everything else is at 425? They have one game at 1 o'clock this season hosting the Rams. That is it. That is the only time they might not be on national TV. I hate the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I need, I mean, we're supposed to be impartial on the show, but God, it is frustrating. And I think they're going to lose. <laughs> you think they lose this game? Yes. Give me the G-men. Are you kidding me? Danny Dimes, he's ready. Saquon got paid. Their defense is better. Thibodeau's in year two. They made some moves. Dable's going to have this team ready to go. I mean, they went in and beat Minnesota in the playoffs last year. Don't 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 doubt what this team can do. That's true. I'm, I, I'm taking the Giants. I hope they kill them, too. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I got the G-Men as well. Oh, man, I don't know. The, 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 there's no Zeke Elliott anymore. Yeah. It's Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Brandon Cooks. And the, uh, Tony Pollard's still there, though. Yeah, but uh, Deuce Vaughn? Uh, no, come on. Yeah, you all put up a... Mm. No, give me the Giants. I'll take Cowboys. Okay. But might as well. I don't know. My guts tell me. I, I, I took the G-Men. Okay. Final game, which I will be watching on mute, is Monday night. Because I just don't want to hear it. It's nothing against this calling the game. Nothing against any of that. There will only be one thing talked about in this game. Buffalo is at the Jets. They're only going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. That is it. If he sucks, it is going to be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I don't think he's going to suck. I think the Jets are actually going to be a 
playoff team, they yeah. could win that division. I think Buffalo regressed a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I'll give me the Jets. I'm not going to be able to listen to to this game on TV. There, there's just no way. It's going to be unreal. The amount of talk is, uh, no, can't do it. The Jets, let's count their uh, primetime games real quick. They got one against the Bills. When they're at the Chiefs, that's on primetime. At the Raiders, it's primetime on NBC. What in the world is that? Hey, the Raiders got to get one game, man. They're playing the Dolphins at 3 p.m. on uh, Thanksgiving, I think is what that would be. At home. Okay, so they don't have as many primetime. At the Browns is a primetime game. Yeah. What? What? I mean, at least most of them are deserved. I feel like this one's deserved. Chiefs. Yeah, no, this one's definitely deserved. Thanksgiving will be a fun one. But if the Dolphins are healthy. That's true. Oh, it's going to be brutal. Yeah. Brutal. But I'll take the Jets. I'm taking Jets, too. Yeah, I got the Jets as well. All right. There are your NFL picks here for week one of the schedule. I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, real quick, who's your MVP? Rodgers. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, obviously as an Eagle fan, I want to go Hurts, but I, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Really? Yeah. Real. All right, clip it. Put it on Twitter. Brian says Trevor Lawrence week one, so we all know that when it happens, Brian got it Brian right. Brian called Trevor Lawrence MVP. Give me Joe Burrow. Burrow got paid. We haven't even mentioned that yet. The oh, highest did get that big contract. Ever. 219 guaranteed, 275 overall over five years for Joe Ohio, and uh, I think that's a smart move by Cincinnati. They're going to be able to maneuver that contract around in a way where I think they'll be able to pay both receivers. <laughs> If Cincinnati is able to keep T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, this is a team that's going to win Super Bowls, which pains me to say. But th- they're going to be so good. Yeah, they're going to be so good. And they're going to be great. You know, the the pick of Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell was not liked at the time. It, it was the correct pick for sure. You do not win a Super Bowl with an offensive line. You don't. The Browns had probably the best left tackle of all time for 13 seasons. They didn't even win a playoff game with him in Joe Thomas. And I know that's one guy. But the Browns have had a good offensive line the last 10 years. Haven't won anything. They've won one playoff game in Pittsburgh. Fine. Uh, no, no. You don't You don't win it with an offensive line. You win it with a guy like Jamar Chase. And they're going to have to pay him in Cincinnati. But they paid their quarterback first. Understandably so. Had to get that deal done. And uh, I think it's going to be one where they're going to be able to flex it around and make sure they can pay everybody else as well. Uh, what did you guys think? You like the Nick Bosa deal? I mean, I, th- I think I think so. I mean, he's been one of the best defensive players in the league the last couple of years. I, I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, whenever you find a guy as dominant as he is, I think you got to pay him. And he's really good. So um, I would... I would be happy with I that deal. I think the Boses right now combined are making $250 million over the next oh, five yeah. years or something. And this season, the two of them together are making $61 million. Yeah. Uh, Joey obviously playing down in L.A. with the Chargers. Yeah, those guys are good, man. Yeah. <coughs> it's good to be a Bosa, I would say. Yeah. Probably a pretty nice life, huh? Would you rather be a Bosa or a Watt? I mean, those are the first families of football right there, aren't they? Yeah. I would argue that... I mean, they're very similar, honestly. 
in what they've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. J.J. Watt was crazy. When J- he was I mean, J.J. Watt's crazy. one of the best defensive players ever. Yeah, and I think you're entering that territory with some of these other guys. Like, T.J. Watt, since he's coming to the league, is, like, first place in every category. Yeah. Nick yeah. Bosa's right up there, too. I think all four of those guys have won it. Joey might not have. All four, three of the four of those guys have won a defensive player of the year. And it's four brothers. Like, that. I think J.J. has, like, three, right? Well, yes, but I'm just yeah. saying at least one. Because Nick yeah. Bosa's yeah. definitely gotten one. Yeah. I don't know if Joey has or not yet. I think he got rookie of the year. Did he get defensive I, rookie I think of the he might have gotten defensive rookie of the year, but... Uh, yeah, he got. He did get rookie yeah. of the year. Okay, no, yeah, no he, defensive player of the year from the NFL. No, but uh, he might be able to do that on this Chargers defense because they are going to be good. He could. Yeah. He could. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a fun question right there. Yeah. I, I like that. I think that's interesting. You know, it's like the Watts, the Boses, the Mannings. It's going to be the Harrisons with the Marvin Harrison yeah. Jr. But these first families of football, crazy. How much of it can be genetic based? Yeah, because I mean, like Brian's six one, but he certainly is not a Bosa or a Watt or somebody. Nah, <laughs> not, like, not not he, he's not. He's a tall dude. Close. He's got some good. Ge- but it doesn't matter. Thanks, you gotta man. just have that in you. Hey, I'm 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 been hitting the gym. No, I know, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. No, I know, I know. It's just unreal. It's unreal. But well, you know, wild wild stuff. Good for them. Any other families you got off the top of your head? Well, the Mannings. I already said them. Oh, you said the Mannings. Yeah, I did. I uh, dropped them in there. I feel like there's some player right now who's like the son of a former player. I just can't. Yeah, that's right. Think. Yeah, uh, my my mind's drawing a blank. Okay, well there you go. That'll do it. When we come back. We're gonna have all of the college football conversation you want for the next hour. We will obviously start with the old gold and blue in the home opener tomorrow night here at Milan Pushkar Stadium and right here on U92 the Moose. It's beat the clock. We're having fun on the Friday. What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian, a sports podcast where we talk everything hoops, giving insight, giving our own opinion about the basketball world. Right? Yeah, we're out on all platforms, as we know. And along with that, make sure you subscribe to our socials. Uh, on YouTube, we are at Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. On Instagram, we're at Hoopin.mb. On TikTok, we're also at Hoopin.mb. And then on Twitter, we're at Hoopin' underscore MB. Yeah. Keep hoopin'. This is Luke Blaine, executive sports editor at the Daily Athenaeum. I'll fold you a paper rose. You're listening to U92 The Moose. Have you been missing out on quality sports content? Don't look any further than right here at U92 The Moose. Wednesday night, 6 to 10, it's the sports page. You know, the defense kind of gets lackadaisical. And that's, obviously. A, that's a big word, Brian. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, Sean? Lackadaisical? I don't even know what it means. It just sounded right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last day, uh, they get lax in their they, effort. They get maybe. lax? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Missed it? Don't worry. Subscribe to the podcast and at U92TheMoose.com. U92 is the home of West Virginia soccer. Walks around, shoots it, scores! The first goal of the season comes from the fifth-year senior, A.J. Rodriguez. Catch all of the home matchups for your Mountaineers with conference games at home for the men in their second year of Sunbelt play, including Marshall, Georgia Southern, and James Madison. Cotta, who caught on the left side, nice pass. That's to Frederick Jurgensen. Jurgensen into the side, oh! Okay! Knocks it in, and West Virginia 
a one-nothing lead. Lydia Beltron with it. Delari's going to kick it well for it. Here's Taylor White on the run. She's got a break. Here comes White into the box. She shoots it and she scores. West Virginia ties it at one. Heredia Beltron with a great lead pass. And the gritty being hit by Taylor White now. It's 1-1 at Dick Gillespie. On the women's side in conference play, the Big 12 opponents include Iowa State, TCU, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, along with Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati. Now it's Peltron on the far side. She lays one on, and it's in the back of the net. Join us Wednesday nights for the kickabout from 6 to 7 p.m. for West Virginia soccer discussion. Catch all of this right here only on U92. Uh, Olakainen passes it on the far left side, and a goal there! How about that? Off the head! Unbelievable by Sukata. Brian and I, I mean, that gets you ready to go. That, gets, that makes me dance, you know? Yeah, it gets everybody excited and uh, woke up here on a Friday morning here. Football Friday is coming at you. High school football around the state tonight. Luke, where's your high school playing? Do you have any idea? No. Great job. Thank you. That'll do it for our high school football segment, everybody. <laughs> Tomorrow night. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I don't know West Virginia high school football. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, no, I actually, I, I I've done no. a, I, I'll look up their schedule. Okay. Well, now this is going to be a whole thing. Okay, great. That's fine. Um, going to be going to be a full day, though, tomorrow here on U92. While Luke gets that together, I'm going to tell you about it. We would love for you to join us all day, essentially from 1 o'clock until about bedtime at 10 o'clock. Uh, we will start the day off over at Dick DeLess Soccer Stadium where the West Virginia men's team and Dan Stratford are going to be taking on number three, Portland, at home. Number 16 is where the Mountaineers are at right now in the top 25, and they've got the number three team in the country coming out here to Morgantown for what should be an awesome day over at Dick DeLess. That'll be followed up by the Touchdown City tailgate live from the student tailgate lot with Tanner Mounds hosting that guy there, and he will take you all the way up until 30 minutes before kickoff where he will hand it off to the Big Mac who's sitting across from me right now. And he will have the pregame show for you from the booth at Milan Pushkar Stadium before West Virginia and Duquesne battle it out on the field. He'll be joined in that press box by another man in the studio here today, Luke Blaine. You can join me, Tanner Lambert, tomorrow at Dick Delesk at 1 o'clock for all of the soccer action. But those guys will get you ready to go for football tomorrow. Full day on U92 tomorrow, guys, and uh, I'm excited about it. One of the most fun days of the year for us. I'm sure it will be next week. Tune in all day once again on Saturday. I get chills thinking about it. All day again on Saturday. All day? All kinds of coverage coming at you for the West Virginia Pitt game, including the game itself. Let's go. Absolutely. Let's go, baby. Let's it's going it. to be fun here on U92. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do figure it out in my head. Game day's here. We're going to have to do some live coverage of game day, aren't we? 
I have to go out there and mm. see what old Pat McAfee's doing. You think he'll wear the jersey if he's here? Can we get him to say you're listening? Yeah, I, I want to try. You know, I'm going to try to get him to do a liner for us out here at the nose. He, yeah, I'm sure he, he would if we can get his attention. Oh, yeah, sure. well, that's the thing, right? If we get his attention. Like, I'm going to need Luke Blaine there with a rose in his hand holding up a sign that's going to say, McAfee, can you say you're listening to U92? <laughs> I see can. if he just reads that, that off. That would be on awesome. I, I, can, I can draw him in. Yeah. Don't you okay, worry. All right. All right. Good also, boy. Point Pleasant's on by this week. Point Pleasant's on the by. It's like, okay, it's week four or five, I yeah. guess. Is that, is that what it would be? Yeah. I mean, they've only played two games. They've only played two games? Yeah. How big is your high school? Yeah. Not, like, huge, but not <laughs> one of the smallest. Okay. My Olin Tangy Orange Pioneers. Oh, I knew it was this week. I just wanted to make sure. Big, big game here tonight. At... The most bitter hated rival, who I cannot stand. They wear the golden blue, the bitter rival does. We wear the orange and blue. Disgusting. The Olentangy Braves. It's the Olentangy, Olentangy. Wait, how is that? There's two Olentangy There's schools? four Olentangy. Oh, what? So my high school district has four high schools. <laughs> four got, high schools? Yeah, you got Olentangy Orange. Jeez. You got Tangy, Olentangy, Tangy. That's what we call them because there's the OG. Okay. Olentangy Liberty who I don't even refer to as Liberty. I refer to them as Powell because I cannot stand them. <laughs> and then the new one, which was just brand new when I was graduating, is uh, Olin Tangy Berlin, who are the Bears. So you've got the Pioneers on the road tonight playing, I think they're the Riverhawks now. They they rebranded when I was graduating from the Braves to the Riverhawks, I think. Is that so? I think I have that right. But who, who knows? 3-0 are the Braves. One and two are my pioneers, but they're going to get things going. They're going to be all right. Uh, I'm not worried about them. they got a kid at quarterback. Man, I tell you what, Brian's heard me talking about it a little bit. This kid could be the best quarterback in Ohio since Braxton Miller coming out of high school. So uh, he'll get things rolling now. He's only a sophomore. It's tough to be a sophomore starting at any high school level, especially in the state of Ohio. You got a high school football team, Brian? Uh, like, does my high school have a high school football yeah, team? Crystal? Yes, they do. I, I, the Cougars? I, they actually had to merge with a... Well, that's what I meant, because I knew you were a smaller school. Yeah, well, they usually, like, this is the first year they're merging just because of the numbers are low, man. I, I don't know. But, why uh, didn't you play ball? Why did I not play? Actually, I was recruited to play football. I'm sure you were. Um, no, I didn't play because, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really built like a football player, so... Yeah, but you could have been. Like, could you imagine Brian in a helmet just getting laid out? Okay, uh, dude, like, why is that what we imagine? Why not imagine <laughs> me, like, catching a touchdown or something? Yeah, but then you get Brian. laid out, and you're laying in the end zone doing snow. Yeah, I like basketball. That'd be at, hey, Blaine, what are you laughing thing? at, man? Look at him. He's laughing at me now. <laughs> uh, Do you know how much Brian. bigger his head would look in a helmet? <laughs> That'll do. That'll do it. <laughs> Brian, Brian would be all state safety. Hey, I'll take it, my guy. Is your dad listening this morning? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. He's working. Well, he's been working for five hours. Time for a break. He, he doesn't take breaks, actually. <laughs> I know. He's, he's a hard-working guy. He's a hard-working guy. guy. He said he's never taken a break. Like, you know how you okay. give all right. No, no, no. <laughs> he's never. He said, he said he's never. Like, he said he's. You know how you have, like, a 30-minute break? Yeah. He's never taken it. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, I'm just saying. But, no, I mean, he could turn us on while he's working. He, he does sometimes. I think today's a busy day. It's a busy day. It's a busy day. He's working hard, man. Yeah. If you're listening to that, uh, I'm sorry I doubted you. I right. just want to know what your dad would think about you in a football helmet out there with some pants. I mean, on. he probably would let me. Like, he, he's, he, I don't think my mom w- wanted me to play. But yeah, but then your mom would have been, like, all into it and had the button with you on it and stuff and been well, like, okay. my well, cougar is that's Brian. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that was your mascot. Those with the, that's what those buttons say. I was not making any other joke. No, than I'm not that. saying you're making a joke. It's just, just you, you don't you don't think she would have done that? No, 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 no. no. W- w- did we ever get a response by that? So you know, we were all in Happy Valley last week. Yeah. Brian's mom, big Hallmark fan. Big Hallmark oh, fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, the she the said store. thank you. Well, the store was Christine's Hallmark. Yeah. That's Brian's mom's name. Oh. So we looked to see if they even had like a shirt or something that Nothing. said Christmas Hallmark, but they they, they did <laughs> not. She she just said thank you. That was it. That's all we got. Not like oh my God, Brian, that's so cool. I, I don't really remember word for word. Okay. Um, but uh, she said, uh, well, I told her it was Tanner's idea. I need the yeah. credit. Oh, thanks. So. I'm sure your dad's glad to hear about it. Oh, 100%. Sorry about that. 100%, 100% he did. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Poor Corey. Poor Corey, man. <laughs> Poor Corey. He's got to live with Aaron, too. Oh, God. Yeah, that, that's the worst part. Brutal. Brutal stuff. <laughs> Massive matchup tonight in college football. Illinois is on the road at Kansas. Just a huge, huge game. It's David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium. What a long name for a stadium. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we do not need to talk about that game. I don't know if Jalen Daniels is going to play or not. We'll have to see. Some of the games this weekend that uh, I find interesting, there's a couple of them. Obviously, the big noon kick tomorrow, Nebraska at Colorado. Dion's home opener there in Boulder at uh, Folsom Field. I'm sure that might get renamed at some point. Nebraska is on the road. God, let's go Big Red, but no, nah, it's not going to happen tomorrow. They're going to get yeah. run out of that place. Colorado's going to kill them. Uh, Kansas State's playing Troy. Utah is playing Ed Baylor. There's some of your other Big 12 matchups. I guess Colorado's not quite in the Big 12 yet, but uh, I feel like Utah might run through Baylor very quickly. Kansas State, obviously, probably going to win. What else we got going on in the Big 12 tomorrow, boys? Uh, top 25 matchup down in New Orleans at Yulman Stadium. Ole Miss on the road playing Tulane. Texas A&M's at Miami tomorrow at 3.30. You can catch that one on ABC if you would like to do that. If you're interested to see if Mario Cristobal can beat Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Oklahoma's hosting SMU. West Virginia obviously hosting Duquesne. The big game tomorrow that I'm excited about, yes, obviously Texas-Oklahoma, but at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow at Heinz Field, Cincinnati's playing Pitt. That's Wait, a isn't really it Texas-Alabama? Not Texas. What did I say? Oklahoma. Oh, sorry. Yes, Texas, Bama. I don't. I was looking at the Oklahoma. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, that Pitt Cincinnati game is exciting for us as Mountaineer fans to see because it's going to tell you who Pitt is before you play him next week, mm-hmm. and Everyone it's also going to tell you what Cincinnati could be when you face him here at home in the last game of the regular season. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how that one turns out. Uh, that should be a fun one up there in Pittsburgh tomorrow night. Yeah, I wouldn't complain if Cincinnati won. Would you? No. Cincinnati won? Oh, uh, well then, uh, I mean. I don't know. know. If you, I mean, you kind of want the Big 12 teams to win before you play them, right? Fair enough. So, yeah. so it makes yeah, you look I, I better. I think you're there. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Uh, but, yeah, down in Tuscaloosa, Texas is at Bama. I do have a very good friend that is a uh, Bama student. Roll Tide. Let's go. I'm all in with him there. Um you got McAfee on campus down there today. That's what I'm saying. If game day's here next week, you realize McAfee's doing a show on Friday? We're going to go do MSI from the pit week that day. Um, That's awesome. But You're getting me excited. Well, he's man. interviewing Saban live on campus. Like, who, who does this stuff? It's awesome. And so He's I, a legend. I'm going to see what Padella can get me as far as McAfee being down there on campus at Bama. I want to see what that's like. 
That's going to be a really good matchup tomorrow night at 7 o'clock uh, at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Quinn Ewers, he probably should have beat Bama last year at home for the Texas Longhorns. Got hurt in that game. Texas was looking like they were going to win it. We all remember that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, though, I, I think Milrose is going to have a day and roll, tie roll. They're going to kill Texas. You think so? Yeah. And I picked Texas to win the Big 12 and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, they could still do that with a loss. I think Bama wins the national title this year. So that's where I'm at. I Saban ain't going to be bad three years in a row. Okay. I mean, they, they, were, they haven't even been bad. It's just well, they lose. bad by their standards yeah. is two losses. Yeah. And, you know, people were questioning him in this offseason. If you think he didn't notice that, you're crazy. I have no doubt in what Saban can do. Give, give me give me the tie. I, I mean, we'll talk about it tomorrow, and we'll do the picks actually later on in the show. But do you have any doubt in Alabama tomorrow against Texas? No. No, Luke Blaine does not. I I mean, tech, I mean, if you're Texas, it's kind of like the Penn State game for WVU. If you can hang in there, I think you can take some take some pride with you home. But also, if it's a loss, then you know. Yeah, I it's just not do gonna think hurt that, that Texas, for the first time, actually has a quarterback, and they've got it figured out. So, for that reason, that's why I think they'll be good in the league this year. Big 12 did not look good in week one. No. There's there's no doubting that. Um, and, you know, one of those teams that lost, Texas Tech is hosting number 13, Oregon, and Bo Nix, who scored 81 points last week. Could be a tough start. For Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders down there in Lubbock, Brian. Yeah, I mean, it, it could. I mean, I mean, I don't really know what to say right now. <laughs> they lost on the road to Wyoming. Yeah, they lost, <laughs> but also, it, yeah, but wait, was that game even close? It was double overtime. Yeah, oh, was, what's the game that was it? The uh, what was the game that was it? Baylor who like lost lost to Texas State. Yeah, yeah it was. I'm thinking. I'm getting confused with Baylor, but yeah, I mean, definitely not the look for the Big Twelve. No, at all. Really. No. Um, <laughs> Because like the only the only team that was probably expected to expected to lose going into week one was probably West Virginia. As far as the Big Twelve schedule it's goes, let let me I'll get that for you. Let's let's go through the schedule from last week, and then I'll go through the entire Big Twelve schedule for this week as well for you. Um, because you're right, Brian. I think that that's a good point. So Saturday, September, all right, last week UCF killed Kent State. That was the first Big Twelve game of the season, fifty-six to six. Kansas blows out Missouri State, forty-eight to seventeen. TCU loses at home to Colorado, who is not yet in the Big 12, 45-42. Oklahoma shuts out Arkansas State, 73-0. Iowa State beats Northern Iowa, 30-9. Cincinnati, 66. Eastern Kentucky, 13. Nice home opener for Cincinnati. Kind of Now, it's not a Big 12 matchup like it was when Geno came in here and the West Virginia Mountaineers scored 66 points against Baylor that year, but still. Texas, 37. Rice, 10. Kansas State 45, Southeast Missouri 0. Southeast Missouri, give me the mascot there. Anybody? Mascot of Southeast Missouri State, SEMO? The Vikings. No. I just remember Alex Silverman said that on a... I'm going to take... Yeah, that's a different team. I'm going to say the Hedgehogs. The Hedgehogs? Yeah. What kind of... Come on. I, th- I don't know. It's obscure enough. 
I guarantee you there's a team named the Hedgehogs. Though. That's fine. It's Rowdy the Red Hawk. Uh, by the way, famous alumni, Rush Limbaugh. There you go. Cedric the Entertainer. Roy Thomas. You know any of these people? I mean, I know the first two. Uh, yeah, I, I know the first two, but who's Cedric the Entertainer? Wait. Cedric I the Entertainer, he's got a lot of TV shows and stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's about it, though, from Southeast Missouri State. Uh, okay, outside of that game, I just saw that, and I wanted to see if you guys could get the mascot. Uh, Oklahoma State, 27, Central Arkansas, 13. Houston, 17, UTSA, the University of Tennessee's uh, Stephen F. Is that what, what the hell is that? San Antonio? UTSA, UTSA, yeah, University of Texas, San Antonio, 14. Oh. So they Houston only wins by three at home. Texas State, 42, Baylor, 31. In Waco, not great for the Bears. Wyoming, 35, Texas Tech, 33. Double overtime loss on the road for Tech. Penn State, 38, West Virginia, 15. You've heard enough about that one this week. BYU, 14, Sam Houston, 0. Not the greatest week for some of the teams we expected to be good in the Big 12. I would say it like that. Yeah. Texas Tech was a very popular pick to win their conference. Oh, yeah. Houston, I expected to be better. I mean, Utsa has been good, right? They've played in a lot of bowl games, Luke, but uh, not great for Dana, I guess, in week one. Uh, the team that surprised me was UCF, and I know they're playing Kent State. Kent State's terrible. But Plumney looked awesome at quarterback. Uh, the Colorado game, obviously, you know, you've heard a lot about that this week. I think it's interesting that Oklahoma won that big and Brad Venables is still talked about by not being the head coach next year this time for the Sooners as they enter the Southeastern Conference and exit the Big 12. I think that's interesting. I was surprised Texas didn't put up more on Rice. I would say that. Um, and then the Baylor. Oh, God, Baylor. That's, that's brutal. Dave Aranda was a very hot commodity two seasons ago. Uh, last year was bad. This year started off bad as well. Like... Did they win the Big 12, or were they just in the Big 12 championship? Baylor last year? No, not last year. I think it was three years ago. Oh, yeah, I think they think they won the Big 12 title. I thought they won it because it was like, you know, he brought them back, right? Because Art Browse, like, they were, they were put in a bad spot by their head coach, Art Browse, and then Matt Rule came in and was good for them, and then Aranda is now the head coach. Uh, yeah, let's see. 11th bowl game in the last 13 years in 2022. The Bears also won 12 games in program history. Yeah, they won the Big 12 title and the biggest bowl win in program history, 21-7 Sugar Bowl victory in his second season in Waco. That's what Aranda did uh, three years ago, I think. 2021? I think that's right. Okay. Either way, they've won a Big 12 title under this guy, and now they're losing at home to Texas State, Luke. That shows you how quickly momentum can change within a program. Yeah. I mean, that's just – that's crazy because I remember last year – I mean, I think Baylor kind of underperformed last year based on what everybody was saying. Yeah. But, like, they were, a le they were a pretty legit team coming into Morgantown. Right. And even though they lost that game, it was the best game WVU had all year. No question. You think so? Not the Oklahoma game? To beat Oklahoma at home finally? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was a great win against Baylor. Top Do not two. get me wrong. I mean, like, Those were the best wins of the season together. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, WVU, Baylor, I mean, you had that fumble six. 
you just had WVU played like a good game yeah. and came out on top in a close scoring right. contest, which is something they really struggled with. I don't know. I think I have fond memories just because that was my first like football coverage oh, in person. Okay. So that that was a fun one. But biased is what he's telling. A, a little bit. But okay. that that was still I mean, that was a crazy atmosphere too. Yeah, it was. Like it down was on down on the field. field goal, yeah. Down on the field in the fourth quarter, it was loud. It yeah. was it was. it was. It was a good night here in Morgantown, and of course it had to be a Thursday night game. <laughs> but just a disappointing first week for the Big 12, I think you could say. Tonight, Kansas and Illinois play in Lawrence. Baylor hosts Utah. That's not good for Baylor. Utah's good. Yeah, I don't think it matters if Rising plays or not. I mentioned Kansas State hosts Troy. BYU hosts Southern Utah. You got the uh, Iowa State-Iowa game in Ames. Uh, tomorrow, that one could be a little interesting. I think Iowa State's in a tough spot. You know, they've got a lot of guys suspended for gambling on themselves, which is not good. Yeah. And Iowa scored touchdowns last week, which is awesome for Brian Ferentz. You, you know about all that, right? Where he's the coach's kid and was the OC and all that. And he's got a stipulation in his contract that they have to score 25 points a game or he is going to get fired. Have you not seen it? Oh, no, that? I haven't okay. seen that. I think I see that because I follow the Big Ten a lot. But That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> Brian Ferentz has to score 25 points a game, so they scored 24 last week. <laughs> so there's, like, people who are doing the math of what they have to score per game for him to keep his job versus lose his job. And there are Iowa fans, I think, who would rather lose games this season to make sure he gets fired than to let him stay. But uh, it was for the first time ever, or not ever, since 1991 they scored a touchdown on the game-opening drive of a season. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's like, that was. Or Brutal. was it just a touchdown, or was it a passing touchdown? I think it was passing touchdown. Yeah. Either it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Come on, but like, <laughs> terrible. Oklahoma wasn't. A, wasn't the, you're talking about Iowa, right? Yeah. Iowa. That they were like tight end U, right? They are tight end U. Still. Yeah. Okay. The guy they got this year that's going to the draft, uh, Lachey. Yeah. Yeah. His dad played offensive line at Ohio State. Uh, I think I know this. I swim with his cousins and work with their cousins. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I know the Lachey's a little bit. Um, the, the girls are fast in the pool, man. I tell you what, they swim at Ohio State. I think I have that right. Uh, Oklahoma host SMU. Great. SMU is going to get better as they now enter the ACC next year, but whatever. West Virginia hosting Duquesne, obviously. Again, you can hear that right here on U92. Pitt in Cincinnati. We talked about that game a little bit. Houston is at Rice. Texas Tech hosts Oregon. Brutal for Tech. Alabama and Texas, we've talked about that. UCF is going to Boise to play Boise State and Idaho. That'll be a nice test. Uh, Boise State didn't put up as much of a fight as I thought they would last week. I forget who they played, but I know that they lost. You said Boise State? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TCU host Nichols? Washington. Washington. Yeah, Washington was able to roll through. Is that right? Nichols? N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S? That's who TCU's playing this week in Fort Worth. You got any idea who that is? Wait, okay. I'm I'm looking for it on the schedule. I'm not seeing it. Do you have a? Are you using like? I'm, I'm looking the, at the. I'm, I'm looking the, at like every game. I'm on the Big Twelve website. Oh, the Big Twelve. Okay. I'm on the Big Twelve website. Uh, GoKernels.com. G E A U. Nickel. Nichols University. So. Looks like Nichols. Yeah, there you go. If okay. I'm just reading that, I would say it was Nichols. Okay. There you go. Oklahoma State's on the road in Tempe playing Arizona State. So another weekend where you could see some Big 12 teams get knocked around a little bit, I think. 
And to be fair to the Big 12, we're just focusing on them, obviously, because we're doing this show in Morgantown, West Virginia. The SEC didn't look great. Big 10 didn't look great. ACC didn't look – ACC looked okay. They looked better than the, any of those other programs. And then the Pac-12, obviously, undefeated right now, 13-0 and on this season, which is crazy because Arizona State's program in that conference. Uh, I think that changes this week when they play Mike Gundy. But, yeah, there's been some teams that you that have been powers in this sport that are no longer powers in this sport. For example – the Florida Gators, mm. who got boat raced in Utah by some backup QBs. That's Florida tragic. was terrible. South Carolina was not good against North Carolina, unfortunately, for Shane Beamer and the boys. Didn't love that. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you about that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens this week. I think it's an interesting week in Big 12 football play. You could have a lot of teams sitting at one and one after this weekend. Some of those teams at 0 and 2. Kansas State probably going to remain undefeated. Uh, we'll pick some of these other games. Hopefully, Cincinnati stays undefeated, though, as well. So we'll hit a break, and when we come back, we'll do our picks for you for this week of college football. It's week two, and it's beat the clock right here on U92. It's Sarah Bates now. Two seconds on the shot clock. She's got to throw one up. Hits the rim and she hits it. Sarah Bates from deep. U92, the Moose, home of West Virginia women's basketball, right here on 91.7, with pregame, halftime, and postgame analysis of every Mountaineer home matchup. She gets a screen for Watson, now kicks it over in the well corner. It's open for Danny Nichols at the buzzer. She hits it. Danny Nichols, 56 to 48, West Virginia. Great ball movement there. What a play by the Mountaineers. Join the sports staff for all the coverage here on 91.7. What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian, a sports podcast where we talk everything hoops, giving insight, giving our own opinion about the basketball world. Right? Yeah, we're out on all platforms, as we know. And along with that, make sure you subscribe to our socials. Uh, on YouTube, we are at Hoopin' with Mike and Brian. On Instagram, we're at Hoopin.mb. On TikTok, we're also at Hoopin.mb. And then on Twitter, we're at Hoopin' underscore MB. Yep. Keep hoping. On Saturday, September 9th, it will be West Virginia Mountaineer football as they take on the Duquesne Dukes right here in Morgantown. Tune in for full coverage, in-game analysis, and much more right here with the sports staff on U92, the Moose. Have you been missing out on quality sports content? Don't look any further than right here at U92, the Moose. Wednesday night, 6 10. It's the sports page. You know, the defense kind of gets lackadaisical. That's, obviously. A, that's a big word, Brian. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means, Sean? Lackadaisical? I don't even know what it means. It just sounded right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last day, uh, they get lax in their they, effort. They get maybe. lax? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Missed it? Don't worry. Subscribe to the podcast and at U92TheMoose.com. Do you like sports? How about a new perspective on it? It's the Sparta Near Podcast with myself, U92 Sports Director, Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Sparta Near, a cross between East Lansing and Morgan, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happened. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching the Sparta Near or at United2TheMoose.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N-E-E-R. 
far near. Back and beat the clock right here on U92, the Moose Tanner Lambert, the Big Mac, Brian McClellan, the NPC, Luke Blaine. Everybody's here today on this fine Friday. Not everybody, but the three of us are here. That's all we need. I'm going to be honest with you. All right. Wow. Brian's going to write these down. We are picking seven different football games this weekend. Some will be easier than others to pick. Some of them I just want to talk about for a second and all that good stuff. All right. The first game we're going to pick is down in New Orleans. We've talked about it a couple times. Ole Miss is at Tulane, number 20 at number 24. You riding the green wave, Brian, or are you rolling with the Rebels? Rolling with the Rebels. Okay. I'll take the Rebels. Okay. I'm going to also take Ole Miss. And we'll see what Mississippi can do with Lane Kiffin at the helm. You've got the Cy Hawkeye, the I don't, I don't remember when somebody said that yesterday. The Psyche rivalry, Cyclone, Hawkeye, right, something like that. Iowa is at Iowa State up in Ames. $79 getting to Jack Price Stadium at 3.30 on Fox. Give me the Hawkeyes. Really? Oh, yeah. Cade McNamara, come on. Yeah. Big Ten champion. I mean, if what you say about that offensive coordinator is true, well, it's definitely true. He's going to have to – well, yeah, I mean, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. He might have to leave it all on the line. Yeah. He might have to start throwing Hail Marys. That's right. I'm not sure if they have the plays in their playbook <laughs> to go down the field. No, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Iowa State. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Iowa State as well. All right. Number 23, Texas A&M is on the road in Coral Gables to play the Miami Hurricanes. 3.30 tomorrow on ABC. I will take the U. Say that one again. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking for my super dog. Texas right A&M at Miami. I'll take Miami. Oh, I'm going to – oh, uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Texas A&M. You're taking wh- – why? Why not? Can I just ask you why? Because uh, Jimbo Fisher's on the revenge tour, man. This is going to be – Oh. This is going to be a statement win at Miami. 3.30 p.m. kickoff right on ABC. Give me, give me Texas A&M, man. Why not? There's a lot of reasons why not, but okay. That's fine. <laughs> when I'm right, Tanner, you're going to hear it on Monday. Up in Pittsburgh, the Cincinnati Bearcats at the Pitt Panthers. Wait, I don't think Luke made his choice. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I you said, did. I said Miami. No, you said Miami. Yeah, I thought oh, so. Oh, my bad. Cincinnati at Pitt. Boys, I said it on Wednesday night. I don't know if you heard me. Do you know what channel this game's on? Oh, I do. Okay. Oh, is that uh, is that on the CW? Yes, that's on <laughs> yeah. the CW. I, I remember people were like photoshopping uh, ACC coaches in with like the Riverdale posters. Just, just <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> content is what that is. I will say that. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, okay, I will take Bearcats. Scott Satterfield, come on, yeah. get it done, boys. I talked to. 
mentioned I talked to a Pitt staff writer for the sports section yesterday and kind of sold me a little bit and on Pitt's talent, so I'm going to go with them. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go with Cincinnati in this one. Okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, down in Tuscaloosa, you got the Texas Longhorns playing Alabama. Give me the Tide. Yeah, Bama. Uh, I think I think this game's actually going to be close, like it was last year. But I'm going to go with Alabama. There we go. Sounds good there. All right, Brandon, was that five games, right? One, two, three, four, five, yeah. Okay. Trying to find another one that I'd like to see that's going to be a little closer than people think. They let's let's do tonight's game. Let's g- give me the Fighting Illini versus Kansas. Who we got there? Oh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Kansas. You're going J- Kansas. Jalen Daniels is. Uh, Brian's big fan of Kansas. Don't don't. I let, I let, I'm a fan of Kansas. Well, not I wouldn't say a fan, but I root for Kansas football. Like I don't even say I root for them, but I don't mind Kansas football. This mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Do you mind any Kansas program? <laughs> Next question. Okay. I'll take Kansas. All right. I'm taking Bert Bielema in the Fighting Illini. I think I'm going to have a bad weekend here, boys, as far as these picks go. Hey, you got to go big or go home sometimes. That's right. Man. All right. Super dog pick for me. I'm taking – it's a little bit of a double dip, but I don't care. Give me the Bearcats over Pittsburgh. Plus seven and a half, according to multiple sportsbook outlets. Again, not gambling advice, but we do use the lines to make that super dog pick. Uh, <laughs> give me Scott Satterfield, the boys, up in Pittsburgh. Bearcats over uh, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the Big Twelve. Uh, they're coming off a tough L, but give me Baylor over Utah. Gee, <laughs> that's a pick. I tell you, <laughs> well, that's only seven and a half. Man. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Baylor was bad. I know, I know, but they're bad. It happens, man. I am gonna go also the Big Twelve route, uh-huh. but not in the way you people will probably expect. Daylight. What? I don't even. Make a guess. Make a guess of what I'm doing. What's Texas down? Three and a half. So not them. Not Texas Tech. Uh, you said Cincinnati was your super dog? Cincinnati is my super dog. You taking Tech over Oregon, really? No, I'm not betting for a Big 12 team. I'm taking Rice over Houston. Baby. Oh, beautiful. The JT okay. Daniels. Okay. He's going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I think. All right. I like that pick. Houston did not look great last week either. I know. So, yeah. So, no, I mean, bad. it's kind of hard to gauge Rice's talent <laughs> against Texas, you know. Yeah, I agree. That's what was expected. I remember we were watching that one in the press box at yeah. Penn State. But, yeah, I, I think Rice, this is a more favorable matchup. Spread set at nine and a half. I think they'll do it. All right. And Rice is at home. Oh, yeah. To be fair. Is that the home opener? For them, did yeah. they play at Texas last week? Yeah. So there you go. A lot of stuff going for the Owls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. West Virginia basketball signed a big man. I saw that from uh, a small school. I forgot what it was, but he's seven feet tall. Seven feet tall. It's like a D two school for sure. Yeah. yeah. Gannon U. Yep. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's what it was. Said. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're making moves, man. They they're are making moves. I learned filled that roster quick. Coming different. I think that's the final roster spot filled now. Yeah. It was. Yeah, well, I, no, I think they because it wasn't. Uh, oh yeah, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so. got the waivers. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're also kind of waiting to see what happens with um. 
Is it Raekwon? Might be Raekwon yeah. Battle. Yeah, and also Farrakhan too. Yeah. Uh, I I can tell you, it's probably gonna be no. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean, I mean, the NCAA yeah. continues to deny waivers for players all across the country. Uh, it's not just a thing that happens to West Virginia. Uh, the the North Carolina receiver got denied his waiver request. Yeah. And Mac Brown put out a very long statement that said, shame on you, NCAA, and called out the NCAA, which you need to see more of, I think, to yeah. see some change happen because it's unbelievable. Like, come on. I don't get it either, to be honest with you. Uh, Any of the three of us in this room could transfer to a different school today. Yeah. Yep. And it wouldn't matter. But since, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, understand. No, I, don't I mean, okay. if if it's a like a mid-season thing, well, that's I, I, that that you know, I mean, yeah. I know. I'm saying I get it. If it's they a have a whole thing. year, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. A whole like, year. They tra- they transfer there in the off season, then they have to sit out an entire year. I mean, you look at the Perez situation. Not to be a homer, but like I, that that was yeah. that was unfair. Yeah. That was truly unfair. The kids' uh, coach yeah. got fired, and then he transferred schools, and then you're not going to let him play for a year. I just don't get it. No, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I think, I think Huggins did put it perfectly. He was like, they've let him run so wild, and then they're trying to scramble to get him back in check. And, you know, and you can get away with it with a school like West Virginia. Yeah, well, in, in basketball, at least. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a shame, for sure. Hopefully we see change occur at that level. Brian, you got anything else you want to talk about this morning here on Beat the Clock? We got through our picks. We still have time. Um... Anything going on with you? You all right? I'm doing all right, man. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, I can't complain. All right. A lot of football going on. There is, and that's all I've been doing. Like, well, I'm yeah. ready to go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Sunday's going to be. Football's so bad. I know. Football's back, baby. It's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what, I don't know what Luke is doing. Right I, dude, I'm, I'm just getting chills. chills. He's getting, he's getting I'm, nervous, get, I'm getting chills, man. Why? Football's back. Your team is terrible. <laughs> why, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you being, why, he's so excited you're turning the guy down. I, I, I know. Dude, look at that. Do you he's, see that? He's so happy. And you're That's like, ridiculous. You didn't say anything about the Titans. I, I genuinely did not say a single word about the Titans. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Let's not act like the God. Steelers are uh, Stealing crazy. my joy. That is Yeah, come insane. on. That was a little. Are you 21 yet? No, not yet. No. I got like yeah, just under two months. November. When's your birthday? November 1st. Oh, I'm October 22nd. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was on. saying more because uh, I've seen a lot of <coughs> gambling promos that join sports books have a deal for a free NFL jersey. Mm. And so you get a pick, you get a free Oilers jersey that way. That's that's what I was thinking, but uh, it might be too late by the time you turn twenty-one. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but those those are those are the promos that I think are pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's not, that's not bad. $130 towards an NFL jersey. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. Ugh. What in the world was that? I had to stretch. It's early, man. Not anymore, actually. I don't know how we did this 7-9 to nine last spring. I'm that was Monday, Friday. That was that was hard. I would not have been here. Oh, today. it was it if was that, right. if, the, if we did that. It was brutal. It was cool, like, the first couple times, and then after that, it was like, oh, my God. It's like after you watch the football all day, you know, you go to bed. Right, we picked Monday and Friday, the worst two days to be up that early. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. But, uh, because I, well, I most like of the time nobody has classes on Friday. Yeah. yeah. So then you still you don't even get to do that sleep in thing. Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I it, went. It I went hard. to. Or I got up this morning at six forty-five. Turned my alarm and off. He was still late. Six forty-five. Well, no, I fell back asleep. Ah. Woke up at seven forty, and I was like, "Huh, that's a problem." Clock changed really fast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you made it though. I did. You made it. it. 
I beat the clock. He beat the clock. Oh, yeah, he did beat the clock. He did yeah. beat the clock. I, 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 I got here before we got on air. That's fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have been here sooner, but the traffic lights and I, Suncrest I, are all. I stopped up. to try to get Mon- no, nothing's over. He's over, over two, man. Over two, really over three, because gravity got one. No, yeah, over three. Felt bad for the guy. Brutal. Brian knows I'm done. I, I, yeah, I'm no, he's, he's. It's been a long week, as I'm I said. I'm done. <laughs> I'm cooked. And the week's just getting started. I man. need a break. I was talking to my good friend Jules upstairs yeah. of the DA. She's like, it feels like it's already been like half the semester. It does. It's only been a month. Barely. Yeah. A month and, yeah, in four days. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah, it's been like... Brian and I, we got econ exam today. Dude, we, I'm Me nervous, too. bro. I'm nervous. You got, you oh, you're in there, too? Econ 200? Econ 200. Oh, you're in that class? I'm in, a, I'm in the online one. Yeah, sure are we. Oh, oh, nice. Seems like half a campus is in that class. Are you class. ready for yeah. that exam? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. Like, genuinely not at Did all. Did you study for it? No. So what's the, what's the game plan going into today? <laughs> We're going to skim through the book. We're going to utilize... Well, at least that. you bought the book. No, I didn't. Oh. Uh, I, I, it, well, it's one you can rent online as needed. Oh, through okay. WVU Libraries. Oh, there you so go. I'm not going to buy it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Brian bought it. So I just well, it's only like what I'm going to do is I'm going to skim through the book. I'm going to utilize that full sheet of paper that they're going to let us have mm-hmm. on exams. We yeah. get a full sheet of paper. Only, f- only, only one-sided, though. Only one-sided. And we're going to leave best. the rest to God. And that, that, that's, <laughs> that's the mentality. That, that, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. All right. Yeah, we still, we a- still after, I get, after I get off my shift. What time are you working? One to five. Where Ooh. is this place located? It is at the Suncrest Town Center. It is yes, okay, all right, right you. next to this hibachi place called Asahi, which is actually really good. Okay, that's great. Yeah, it's nice. Thank but you. It, it's just in that long stretch of stores. Fantastic. It's got donuts on the right, window. Can we, can we move on? I'm answering you. your question. <laughs> I said thank you like three times. Uh, well, I, I, Suncrest Town Center was I, enough. I, I'm, I'm a generous guy. I got to give you more. <sighs> got to give you more than what you asked oh, for. Oh, nothing God. wrong with that. Oh, I forgot. Oh, Team USA is playing tonight, actually. Team USA. Oh, and the FIBA. Ooh, I wonder. Yeah, they're playing. Uh, who, uh, they're playing Paolo Bancaro. Yeah. Getting he, it done. Uh, off the bench. Getting it done. He, yeah, he is. Do you see he, the, he, what happened with uh, the Italy president calling him out? Because he, he, spo- he said a while ago he was going to play for Team Italy. Oh, really? And then he played for Team USA. He, like, the, like, it would be like Joe Biden calling somebody out? Like the president of Italy? Or the president of, like, Italy basketball? No, I think like I think Italy. I think I could be. <laughs> what? Compl- I, it was. I mean, they don't have uh, like a ton of NBA talent. Really, Fair like, enough. Um, That's so funny. I'm it was sorry. something like that. Oh, they're actually losing right now. Down one. Who are they playing? Germany. Um, let me. I, I want to double check that, but I'm pretty sure. The president of a country. I could be wrong. Maybe it was the basketball. It is the FIBA World. Nobody watches this thing. I I watch it. Yes, but you're a basketball. Nobody outside, like soccer, everybody watches the Men's World Cup and the Women's World Cup. Yeah. Like, nobody watches this thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. Also, I mean, the, the times are also, like, the games are like 8 a.m. Right, so. yeah, it's brutal. Well, I think it's cool that they do it, though. No, I think, I it, I think it'll catch on eventually. In, like, 50 years? Maybe. Okay. The connection's uh, not working great, but I'm pretty, yeah, something definitely happened there. Um, I was watching a video, you know those guys that send those, uh, Cards in. I think sports cards are so stupid as far as people spending the money they do on them. Uh, he had this red Apollo card he pulled. Oh, so now it's cool? No. He <laughs> said, oh, whatever, the red pri- what a prism thing. Apollo Banchero. He kept calling him Banchero. Oh, it's Bancaro. It's Boncaro. 
Okay, yeah. No, it's Italian, like you said. He's got the president of the country calling him out. That's crazy. I, I, I don't, like, I, I, I'm having trouble finding it, but uh, somebody called him out. Uh, that, that, I'm sorry. That, that interview clip is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He just goes, no. Oh. Hey, Tanner, yeah. I, I said it. I think, uh, I, I think the magic make be play in this year. Yeah, they'll sell T-shirts. <laughs> Can't wait. 2023-2024 NBA play-in champs. Yep. There we go. Sounds good. The mid, mid-season tournament. They're going to win the mid-season tournament, no doubt. Yeah. I think they got the Bulls, <laughs> the Nets. And but then the you still have to play. The winners have all this. Yeah, but it's the Bulls, the Nets, and the Raptors in their pod. That ain't that good. The Bulls, the Nets. All right, so they're probably the their second best team in that. Maybe the first. I'd say third. Third? Behind the Raptors and Bulls. Lonzo's not Bulls. playing, bro. Uh, maybe behind the, the – I think the Raptors, they're not better than the Raptors. No, I agree with that, but uh, I tell you what. Somebody, I don't know who, is going to be locking down Pascal Siakam. You don't know who it's going to be? I mean, what? Who, who do you think it's going to be? I mean, you drafted Anthony Black. He's like a big guard. Yeah. D- <coughs> I mean, unless he cuts his hair. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess he could defend with the hair, though, right? Like, that's a lot of hair, man. <laughs> yeah, he might not be able to see when he shoots, though. Cause well, that's the thing, those. right? Yeah, he, he's good. That was a good draft pick, I think. Yeah. Um, they also got the guy from Michigan. Franz? Juwan Howard's son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who, yeah, I mean, they got – oh, they got Jonathan Isaac, right? Jonathan Isaac has not played in, like, five years, I think. When he's healthy, he's it feels in, like. Yeah. No, I agree, but he's never healthy. It's never healthy, no. That's the problem. No. There's your Magic basketball talk for that's, today. That's all. Hey, Magic deserved that. I'm a Magic fan for the year. <laughs> I like the Magic. I like what they're doing there, except when they play the Knicks, because then you're going to start screenshotting the uh, score when you guys are up 2-0. <laughs> Send it to me. Are you a Knicks fan, Tim? A uh, Knicks? Yeah. No, I love are the Magic. Knicks guy? Yeah, wait, hey, I thought you said the Knicks. And yeah, you because like Brian's a Knicks fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the Magic beat the Knicks, I think, two out of three last year. The Magic also missed the playoffs. <laughs> I'm just saying. I actually don't even know if that's true. You <laughs> <say>. <laughs> I think that's completely false. I think it might have been like 3-1. Hey, one's better than none. <laughs> it might have been four zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just agreeing with you at this point. Uh, hey, by the way, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Luke and I's interview with Brendan Baxter. Did you get that? Not yet. It's okay. I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting to it. No, you don't have to. Oh. Luke was telling Ren Baker how he's afraid to ride the roller coasters at Disney World. Hey, you were? I, I, I yeah. was. Hey, uh, Disney World's back, amazing. Back, like, back you're scared? In the four- no, I, I do not like roller coasters. <laughs> I love roller coasters, man. I, I, I hate them. Uh, I'm taking Brian up to Cedar Point next summer. I would love that. It's crazy. I, lo- I love roller coasters. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, Luke, not a Disney guy, really. really? Well, I'm Disney's not a so Disney fun. guy. I just don't like roller coasters, man. Brian, what's your favorite thing to do at Disney? Like what ride? Anything there. Eat the food, whatever. I don't care. Definitely the roller coasters, for sure. Which one? I'm a big Mount Everest fan. Yeah. They, ha- they have some new rides. When yeah. my sister went, she said they were really good. I mean, I haven't been on any of them yet. But it was Splash Mountain, but they, they don't have Splash Mountain anymore. Space Mountain 2 is a classic. I don't think I've ever been on the Space Mountain. Oh, Space you got to go. That should be the first ride you go on. I, I was it's a great ride. Listen, okay, when I go, you you know Abby. Yeah. Yes. And her mom is the travel agent. Right? Yeah. I'm going to have, like, a printed itinerary. Oh, see, we go. What's your favorite ride? Well, I, I've been to Cars Life, so anything. Uh, I've never. The, the Radiator Springs Race Years. But what's your favorite, like, Disney World? Like Disney World? I do think the Star Tours is really cool. It's not a roller coaster. I think they got rid of it. 
Yeah, I know, but yeah. like that one was really cool where you got to like fly in the ships in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that and one is like, yeah. shake and all that. Oh yeah, that, I re- I did like that. That, that one's cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to actual Disney World in a long time. Yeah, I haven't been there since like probably eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I think that's. But I am going next summer, so that'll be fun. Yeah, or this probably the last time I was there. Yeah. Why? What? What is going on? Also, uh, like the hotels are. All, I uh, besides that, I, li- I like going to the hotels, man. The different hotels are really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what hotel you're staying at? I forget. Yeah. Um, Brian's a big fan of traveling. Me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did travel a lot. Yeah, ask Brian what his favorite part of Kansas City was, Luke. <laughs> it was a joke, but I, is that the the plane ride back without me? Yeah, the, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that's actually not true. But I th- my favorite part was like just how like we were in Phoenix and you were in Atlanta for like two hours. That's yeah. so funny to me. We were, on just we were on opposite sides yeah. of the country, <laughs> and then like two hours later, we're just next to each other. Yeah. Well, it was eight a.m. for us once again that day. Yeah, yeah. that was just that was that was probably the longest day I've ever had. Oh, that was awful. And Brian got to come home and take a nap at my I house. I took a nap because yeah. it, I got we got there like 12, and I had to get up at like 4. Yeah, I, ju- I just sat in the Pittsburgh airport for two and a half hours. That's, that's just like munching on Auntie Anne's. <laughs> yeah, and Chick-fil-A, too. Uh, I only uh, – yeah, I did have Chick-fil-A. I had Chick-fil-A so that was $85 yeah. you spent <laughs> at the airport, true. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Look at us Yeah, now. no, I, I thought – I figured your favorite part of the trip would be the friend you made on the flight to Kansas City. Remember that? Oh, the person who's sitting in front of us? Uh, yeah. The front I made? Yeah. She was, like, looking at you, right? What? What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> you don't remember that? The no! Wo- the woman who was, oh, like, who was spro- laying down? She was, like, laying oh. down in the seat. Oh, no, she was looking at oh. I'm pretty sure she was looking at Tanner. Yeah, she was looking at Tanner. That was so funny. I'm pretty she sure was, it was Tanner. She <laughs> just kept, like, sitting up and, like, looking back at you guys. <laughs> and I was in the row oh, across. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Dude, she sprawled out across, like, three seats, bro. I'm pretty sure it's, like, not allowed. Yeah, she had her shoes off and everything. Brutal. Jail. Straight to jail for these people. She had the dogs people. out, yeah. hanging yeah. out in the aisle. Terrible. It was Terrible. A, it was a fun trip, man. Terrible. It was a fun trip. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> also, actually, no, my favorite part was definitely when he poured the water on you. That's yeah, easily yeah. my favorite. Okay. All right. We got no, we're done. Let's move on <laughs> to a different subject. Right. You're so proud. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, Hooping with Mike and Brian. New episode dropping today. Yeah, well, yeah. Just stay tuned right here. Yeah, on the it's going to come on at 10 o'clock. The episode is out on all pl- uh, Well, We have our episodes out on, out on all platforms, as everyone knows. We're also on all social media platforms as well, mm-hmm. at hooping.mb. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we also, our Twitter handle is... Are you is just saying the promo word for word at this point? Close. Okay. Uh, and then our, on uh, Twitter, we're at hooping underscore mb. But uh, yeah, at hooping with Mike and Brian. Every platform, YouTube, you, know, you name it, we're there. Yeah, 10 a.m. right here on U92, too, on Fridays. It's great, man. Bless. Thank you. Full Thank you. Show. Not the full no. show. But hey, bonus segment on uh, all platforms. So after you listen from 10 to 11, please be sure to check out uh, the, the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. YouTube. Look at this guy. <laughs> True pro at hey. his craft. Hey, I try, man. I try. Wow. Good stuff from Brian there. Thanks, man. Mountaineer Sports Insider. New episode dropping today. <laughs> Should have the uh, interview also dropping if Luke ever gets back to me on it. Yeah. Wait, Luke? Uh, this Luke? Yeah, yeah this I, I gotta. I, I I'll listen. I mean, you don't. You don't need me to listen like the whole thing. No, I just need you to check it. Yeah. Well, you can upload it today. The all uh, right, the, great. The, the interview I was thinking uh, might not happen until next week. All right, great. I had a fun interview this week. Did I? Did you? Yep. Good time. Loved it. Not gonna say any more than that. You'll have to listen to the MSI podcast to get it. That was a good teaser. Was it? Yeah. Listen, I don't. I don't tell them everything like you do. You what do you mean? Listen to me yell at Luke for an hour. 
But we need very entertaining uh, stuff. Yeah. Is that what the podcast is? Uh, MSI. Yeah, me yelling at Luke. Yeah. Why, why are you always yelling at Luke, man? Well, I <laughs> the second one I, I did get you saying like you're disgusting for drinking Dasani water and like enjoying it. Yeah, we just have dumb arguments. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I told him like hey, we you, talked yeah, about we, we, we were talking about Disney World. I said you should go on like it's a small world at Disney World. <laughs> Cup your hands in the water and take a sip of that, and it'll probably be better for you than drinking Dasani water. I don't know that water. I've seen some stories where like people have you seen people actually do that? And I'm pretty sure they're, they're like, oh my gosh, it tastes like Coke. They Stop. <laughs> yeah, no, Stop. No, they, they, it's 100 percent. Like no, I've no, sure read that. No, no, they, no. They had yeah, to like ma- they had to like make a rule. You can't bring no. family members' ashes into Disney. Anymore. Yeah, I know that, but good God. No, but people <laughs> would drink it and they'd be like. No. Tastes just like Coca-Cola. No. All right, let's let's, be let's sure to try no. to be sure to try All right, to Okay, okay, okay. Next time you're at Disney. Unacceptable. Not okay. No. Stop. That's enough. No. <coughs> oh my goodness. We did it again. We ran out of things to talk about, but that's okay. Hey, we're still right. talking. You you want to hear a crazy story? Yeah, sure. Okay. The Columbus Zoo Aquarium. I'm done listening. Used to be the number one zoo in the world. <laughs> Jack Cannon does great things over there, and good luck to him with his health issues. They had a gorilla that was given to them during COVID. Okay. Put it in the male habitat. Gorilla just had a baby this past summer. Thought it was male this whole time. Not a male gorilla. It was a female gorilla. Don't know how you don't know that. But, yeah, so there's a new baby gorilla at the Columbus Zoo if you want to go see the new baby gorilla. Oh, that's cool. Is that not the craziest thing? Yeah, I don't understand that. No, me like, neither. Like, you can't. Nope. I mean, these, these are, I mean, I get it. I wouldn't be able to tell at first glance, but these are like animal experts. Correct. They just didn't know? Just, nope, yeah, didn't know. Okay. I don't know how the other zoo doesn't tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They, what? They probably were like, yeah, check out this cool prank we're going <laughs> to pull on Columbus. Like, what? You know? <laughs> what? How does that make any sense in the world? I don't know. I, don't I know mean, it does make sense. I mean, like what? Unbelievable! Wow. Thank you. That's all I got to say. Mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Whatever. I don't get it either. <laughs> so there you go. Brian, big roller coaster guy. We learned that. Today. Yeah. Luke, not so much. No. No. What? What? It, what? What would you like to do instead of an amusement park? What would you do? I am a water park guy. Yeah, I don't need to see that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to swim? I, I I can get by. I'm not like an expert swimmer, <coughs> but if I'm in the if I'm in a pool, I can like get out of the water. I can <laughs> I can survive. That's not very promising. Listen, seventy five percent of the world's water. You should probably know how to swim. Yeah. Okay. I just won't go near that part. There's 25 all to myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I do like the water park. Water park's a good time. What water park's Also, fun. speaking of the Columbus Zoo, we used to have the uh, water park membership there. Yeah. Because it was like 75. Oh, that, that's a Zumbezi Bay. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to Zumbezi Bay a few times. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that was like the spot whenever Zum- I was growing up. Zumbezi Bay is cheaper to belong to than most pools. But people don't realize that. So, really? like, we live like 10 minutes from it. What in the world are you doing? Over there? <laughs> Sorry, I had an itch. We, we live like <laughs> ten minutes from it back home. And Tucker and I, we would go over at like six o'clock at night. We take that like drink cup where it's a dollar for a refill. We go ride every ride in the park in the last two hours. We do it like three or four times a week when we had that pass. Really? Yeah. 
because nobody was there on like a Tuesday at six. Yeah, good time. We, awesome. uh, we did go to like Dollywood one year. Did India, you? Yeah, the water park that's like right next to there. Because there's no a water idea. park in the. I forget what it's called. I don't understand why Dolly Parton has her own theme park. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, if there's any celebrity who should have their own theme park, it would. I'm not to be picking Dolly her. No. Why not? Why would you pick her? She's a great person. That's. F- <laughs> She's phenomenal, man. If I had the acrylic nails, I'd do it. What do you, what, That's how she used to keep like a beat was with oh her nails. Oh yeah. What are you Gr- looking great at? person. So she deserves uh, a theme park, Brian. Yeah. Who's a great person that you would pick to have a theme park, Brian? You asking me? Yeah. I, 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 Adam Sandler. Okay. Well, <laughs> what is I, I think that would be a fun amusement park. Let's be real here. Yeah. Who would you pick, Danny? Carrie Bradshaw. Next question. He's no, a nothing, celebrity. No, there's nothing wrong with not that. Just a I just I, I asked the question. Did you, you ever? It. You know, that's a show we're gonna watch. You know how I'm broadening your world, what you're I, watching yeah. on TV. We're gonna watch the uh, Better Late Than Never show. What's that? It's George Foreman. You know who that is? Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the Fonz is? Yeah. Who? Oh, he deserves a theme park too. Yeah. Henry Winkler. Yeah. He was in that Here Comes the Boom movie. He was the music yeah, yeah, teacher. Yeah, I know. There. I know. No, you don't. But I do. I do. Okay. And uh, who was in that? William Shatner. You know Bill Shatner? Oh, yeah. Who's that? It's an actor. <laughs> yeah, what's he, what's he in? Give me one thing that he's Wait, done. Wait, who, who again? Bill Shatner. He's in... Uh, I know one. I, I would hope you know it. I know what you said. Like, it's I, Boston Legal. It's a lawyer show. That's what you're <laughs> picking for Bill Shatner? Yeah. Not Captain Kirk? No. Or whatever the Wait, hell so can I answer the question? Uh, Captain Kirk is what I was thinking of. That's, that's the character in Star Trek, not the movie, Brian. Good try. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. That was right. a Captain joke. Kirk, that was a joke. That's right? uh, th- one of them. I, I, I forgot Trek he guy. was in Star Trek. But, no, I'm a huge uh, James Spader fan, and they were in that show together. Like, they were co-stars in Boston oh, League. Oh, uh, Ultron. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Raymond Reddington on the blacklist. No, I'm a big fan of uh, old Bill Chat. Oh, yeah, I am too. I'll have to show you the funny video of this guy. Really? He went to space. Oh, did he? It's the funniest video you ever see. Oh, didn't he come back down like having an existential crisis? I have no idea. I'm about pretty that. sure he did. But him in space is so funny. Like the interviews of him after the after He's the selling, space thing, and it's like I think his new thing. Sorry to cut you off because we're running out of time. Yeah, his new thing is you, they're going to start turning people into you know how you can like burn ashes into a diamond or whatever. Yeah, they're going to do that and then launch you into space. He's like a part owner of this. Guy. So what, what company? I don't know. I saw it on his Twitter the other day. I got to look at it a little more. But I, I think, I think, the premise is that you get launched into space and you can travel the galaxy then, for all eternity, as a space rock. All right. Wow. There you go. I'll take it. <laughs> Can't be spread around into small world at Disneyland. But <laughs> good lord, you can be in space as a rock. That'll do it for Beat the Clock. We hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, go Steelers, right, guys? Fly. Hey. Tighten up. Tighten up. All right. Join us tomorrow all day for sports coverage.